time, weather, and... <laughs> <laughs> the abrupt start. <laughs> oh, it's 8 o'clock. I just want to let y'all know. You've been on schedule, Brian. There's some people orangutans. Not Real Radio 122, Wild Hawks, Luke Hawk from Wildcat Wrestling is in the Not Real Studio. We're going to be talking about their event June 23rd, X-Rated at Shamrock, right here in New Orleans. Starts at 7 p.m. We're going to talk to him about that. Dude, Luke's got an extensive IMDB page. There's tons of information. It's almost like your career kind of came into being on the internet. Like, there's so much of, of Luke that you can find. Like there's available. so much. There's so much left out. Also, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's ah. so much that uh, you know, and things I don't even think about. But um, I try and keep track. And sometimes I'll I'll go back and read some things out about me on the internet, and I have to. Oh, I don't, man, that brings back a memory because right. I'll, I'll forget. You know, when you do a lot in your work, I'm blessed to be working a lot. So um, when I'm working, you, I, I tend to focus on what's next, not what I did in the past. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that makes total sense. Right. 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 But I also get lost in it because I, I I don't think you know. Like I said, I'm not thinking about what I did in the past. So then I'll something will strike that memory. Like if I'll go back and read some reports or something, and I go, Oh man, I forgot all about that. That was awesome. As as you're doing so much, it almost seems like different phases of your life. Like it was like not even you almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. I look back at sections of my yeah. life. I'm like I, I'm not even a person anymore. Like you change so much. Yeah, and I tell people that. I mean, that's just a life thing in general. If you if you don't change, you're not involving, and you're probably a <coughs> shitty person. So uh, continually to to reinvent yourself. Exactly, and I, I mean that's for everybody in life because you don't think the same at 20 years old that you do at 30, and then you know the same at 30 as you do in 40. You would yeah. hope not. I 40. see some people they don't evolve. 40. They just change yeah. with sitcoms they watch. It. Yeah. Exactly, and and. Unfortunately, those people are usually going downhill in life. They're not on the uprise. They start the mosquitoes start to grow in them and shit. <laughs> Fucking larvae, dude. You you had a rough childhood. I found that out through a little digging in. Yeah, you know, that, on that's Facebook. A, that's an easy way of putting it. <laughs> really, it was that bad. Cause you went to Riverdale. I did go to Riverdale. Yeah, that's was a, a rough a, neighborhood. R- Riverdale. Yeah, I grew up in. Uh, well, I grew up all over. So uh, I say, you know, I was partly in Shrewsbury. I grew up on Shrewsbury Court. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, so that. That was where... But you had that, a Raiders jacket? No, nah, no Raiders. Oh, I never, like never a Raiders. Always no. a Saints fan. All right, you gotta all put right. that out there. Really? Even yeah. back then? But see, I used to live in Oakland. So oh, I, shit. And uh, I got to give credit. Like, the Raiders fans are cool, but I'll be honest, there's no fans like Phillies fans, man. The Eagles, I, I lived in Philly too, and those dudes are just so hardcore, everybody out there. Like, everybody gives these Raider fans these glorified credits because they dress up and they... You know they cheer for the team even when they suck, but man, them Philly fans are hardcore. The Eagles, I, I like the, I do like. I think the it's Eagles. cold as yeah. fuck there, oh, so it's yeah, like, yeah. man, you got to be dedicated. And they outside freezing their ass off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not the brightest fans, but they're fans. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not talking about how smart they are. Yeah, the brain don't function it. when it gets below thirty two. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so man, you moved all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, traveling for wrestling, you had to. So there was nothing here when I came up. I had to move around. You know, I first went to California. Well, I went through Philadelphia first and then to California, Florida. So you leave Texas, Louisiana and you go yeah. travel there to be a wrestler? Like- yep, yep, yep. I would stay there and train and I uh, would get in where I fit in and try and find a place where I could stay, find a job to support my wrestling habit. And, you know, because it wasn't always glitz and glamour. It took me 13 years before I could start making a living at pro wrestling. Dude, was it something you saw, like, on TV, a wrestling match? Or was it a yeah, live event there, you there went to? There wasn't nothing that, that uh, stood out 
But my earliest memory of loving wrestling and wanting to be involved was three years old. So uh, I just remember watching it on TV. And so there, there wasn't like this one match that stood out and made me go, oh, whoa, that match inspired me to do this and do that. No, no, no. It was just something watching that was... Watching it in general? Yeah, it was just something that was inside me, you know, a passion and something I love and something I love to this day. And uh, I did a lot of stupid shit over it. Like, you know, I lost out on a lot of good deals, like, especially as I was younger, I was... I had opportunities, even film opportunities. I told this story on Facebook not too long ago. At one point, I had a WWE booking, and uh, it was two days. It was to do Raw and SmackDown, and I was I was chasing it. Well, I had got called for a film gig, and I had about three to four weeks on this film. But I had to be there the whole time. I couldn't miss these two days. Gotcha. So a stunt uh, gig, a stunt gig, yeah, right. and. Um, and it was a good gig, and you know, you make really good money, and I would have probably made a good, at least twenty grand on that. So instead, I turned it down because I was booked for Raw and SmackDown for two days. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm an idiot. No, but you so, were booked there first, right? I was booked there first. So to me, but, that's, but that's you did awesome, the right though. thing. I, 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 but here's the thing: it it is the right thing, but at the same time, is it would have been easy for them to replace me. Oh, but, right. But my, my thing was, I was going there, hoping. To get a spot with the company, it was like a tryout. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you left the guaranteed matches, deal and money, yeah, exactly what, to try out for wrestling. To go try out and make, you know, I was making money, but it wasn't making nearly the amount I would have made on that. So it was, it was not the best financial decision for me, but it was from my heart. So I, I don't doubt myself for it, you know what I mean? But nowadays, uh, I'm at a different aspect in my life where I've now turned down deals wrestling to actually make money to actually make money and not only just make money it's just to stay home and work because i've been offered deals with different companies and things to do and, and the thing is like but i would have to give up my film gig i would have to move i would have to be away from my kids i would have to and it's I'm like a, a rock band where you're just traveling constantly gig yeah to gig. yeah yeah exactly it's it's entertainment man so a lot of entertainment gigs are the same but the thing is i'm not i'm at a different point in my life i don't have to worry about that now i'm not struggling you know back back in the day i, w I was doing you know construction work and balancing and bartending working two and three jobs to support my wrestling habit and to uh pay bills and do anything i can to make money so uh nowadays i'm in a fortunate enough part of my life where i do make really good money to do what i love doing yeah, what was there a certain company you were watching when you were young like that? Were you? Oh, of course, WWF. it was WWF, WWF back then. Yeah. That was number one. Yeah, that was number one. And then uh, as I got older, you know, I started getting into the WCW stuff. And then when ECW came around, that took over my life. ECW Man, we had that shitty my, channel. I remember what it was. It was, was. Cox Ten. It was Cox. It was 10. Cox Ten. Cox Ten. It came on Sunday morning. God Cox damn! 10. I remember I flipped through. Oh, I, yeah. I had quit watching wrestling. Right? I grew out of it supposedly. Right? And until like Wolfpack and NWO started. But I remember clicking through and and stopping on ECW. Like, what is this horrible shit? But and then the more I watched it, it I, was I, awesome. I was in love. Like yeah, I had yeah, a group yeah. of friends. That was like some underground shit we were on. You know? It was so impactful, and, and it made you like. It, it, it was real. Oh, they it took wrestling up it, to a yeah, whole nother level. Yeah, and it was, it was, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was, uh, I'm not very smart. It felt like you shouldn't be watching it? No, no, no. I just, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word, like, where, where it was so inspiring, like, where it, just because it, it, it brought realism out in professional wrestling, where the, the way I heard about it was, uh, they had some dumbass kids at school, like there always is, talking some shit that they didn't know. And this guy says, oh, yeah, you know, one, two, three, kid. One, two, three, kid, he wrestles on Cox on Cox 10 on uh, Sunday mornings. You got to watch. He's the champion in that fed. <laughs> oh, what? And I'm like, well, there's a, there's a uh, wrestling promotion on Cox 10? So and and Waltman, Sean Waltman, the X-Pac was never even in it. You know no, what I mean? No, right. That's but what some dumbass kid at school was telling me. <laughs> 
The ones you three kid as a champion. You got bad information yeah. that led you to a good place. Right. Exactly. Man. That's exactly what happened. Did you get to go any live events when they came down here? Uh, no, I used to work with them. I didn't wrestle, but I would uh, set up the ring and sell videos and sell T-shirts. And that's oh, you're how kidding I got me. So How'd you how get involved in that? I was a pain in the ass kid. I'd go sit by the back door. And <laughs> oh, you serious? Yeah, yeah. So that's how I became cool with all the guys. I mean, that's When they would come down here? I've been friends with Tommy Dreamer and them over 20 years now because of that stuff. So, As a kid um, setting up their, their shit setting and Setting up the ring, carrying the bags in. Yeah, and, and it paid off in the long run because those guys remember me being around and putting in that work ethic and putting in that hustle. I wasn't just some kid who seen it on TV and was like, oh, man, you know, can you train me? I want to do this and then quit. It was almost like a good old-fashioned, like, apprenticeship where you went there and go, I want to help you build the ring. I want to carry stuff. I look for that. I look for that, and I never got it. And I kind of got it with Vic Rhymes, but I looked for that with guys that I knew. I wanted somebody to take me under their wing and, like, teach me the ropes, and I never really had it. I had to hustle so much for it. I said I I had it with Vic Rhymes, but... Um, you know, Vic was a whole different animal. He was the only person who really uh, took me in and believed in me and, and gave me my shot in wrestling, where most people just shit on me. You know, really? oh, you're young, you're skinny, you're stupid, you're this, you're that. Oh, you you're yeah, wrestling's dumb. They busted you know, your balls? Even though you're dude, come on, man. Oh, you're I'm, 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 No, you're, I'm not talking about those guys. Kid? I'm talking about people in life. <laughs> come I'm on. Talking oh, about right. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about people in life because, you know, if you say you start in a rock band, you know, and you're going to go global with it. People are like, dude, get a job. Come yeah, on. Yeah, tell them I'm going to do videos. And they're hey, like, you Go do stupid. something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks, so, cheese. So, so I never had, <laughs> I never had like support. You know, there was, I could count on one hand who supported me. And Vic was one of the people who actually told me, you know, that I could make it and that, you know, he, he never shit on me. Um, he just was like, hey, let's do this. Let's, let's, you know, learn this. Like, oh, good job. He wasn't really. You know, he would tell me if I did a bad job on something or if he thought I was messing up on something, but he would, he encouraged me to do better. They don't just give it to you. Right, right. But, you know, like I said, most people were like, hey, that's stupid. You need to be an electrician. You need to, you know, (laughs) you need to go to college. Right, get you a real job. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, man. And, well, you you said you were like a skinny guy. Mm. I've seen some, was Alter Boy Luke your first persona? Nah, I actually, um, shit. Uh, I actually had a stupid persona. Shane Douglas was my favorite wrestler. Well, one of them. And, Boy, that uh, went bad, huh? It, it went okay. bad. Yeah, it went bad. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. No, this <laughs> legit. So that's where that history comes from. Is uh, when I seen Shane Douglas with ECW, I was you know mesmerized because I I never heard somebody talk the way he did. Or I hold this gold right here, so. and when I go to bed at night, zoom in here and see it around my neck, close to my heart. <laughs> That, dude, he was the franchise, the right? franchise, yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody oh, spoke didn't like, like he did. I loved him, right, so right. nobody spoke like he did. So, uh, you know, and I was a hard-headed kid from the street <laughs> that grew up fighting and grew up, you know, like scratching for everything I had. So I related to that. I related to that, you know, fuck you character right. where now I I'm got gonna, it. Yeah, fuck I'm you. gonna take what I can get, and you know, I'm gonna do everything all I can. Fuck you can't you. stop me. Yeah. So that I related to that. So. um you know, fast forward 20 years, not even 20 years, fast forward a few years later when I started working with Shane, I found out he was a piece of shit. Uh, uh, it wasn't an act. It wasn't an act. He was, he was, uh, a, he was a fraud and, you know, he was, uh, he, every, he, everything he, he preached about, he did the just opposite of. Yeah, and you so, can see where it's got him now, though. He's out of shape and yeah, I mean, he's also 53. Yeah, yeah. Right, he's, right. I can't, I can't, you know, d- doubt him for being out of shape because uh, I'll give, he's 53 years old. Okay. He's 
was very hard on his body, all those ECW guys. So, you know, I, I can say he's a piece of shit as a person, but I can't say anything about his ring abilities or, you know, again, is somebody I looked up to. So then I would be an idiot to, I'd be, you know what I mean? Like to, to say, to, to sit here and I'm not, a, um, I'm not going to take my words back on anything, any credit I gave him towards the past because he was, I thought he was great. You just know, to survive just, ECW for 10 years is a, yeah, a giant accomplishment. I mean, a lot of those guys are dead. So New Jack sh- killed them. Shane, yeah. <laughs> Shane made it out, and uh, you know, and Shane did have a successful career. And Shane I know that money. I am the greatest heavyweight champion in the world today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but y'all just wrestled in Philly at the ECW arena. We did, and, and you, you took on Shane Douglas. Yeah. What? You did? And I did. The oh, way it sounds, I don't, don't want to know who won. Don't give me a spoiler. Well, the eye pay-per-view drops tomorrow. Gotcha, uh, and you so. can see it. Yeah, it's ten bucks, you know. I mean, and hopefully, uh, I'll be I'll be honest. I like I always end. We didn't get the fan and support in Philly that I thought we would get. Uh, last year, we had a really good turnout of a show there, and the car wasn't as big, and everybody loved it. And we got a lot of you know messages when we coming back. It was awesome, and we went back this year. And I figured you know it'd be a good place to do the, the Shane Douglas thing because of yeah. our, our history started in Philadelphia. So uh, you know, yeah. I figured that match would that was the right place for it to happen. But uh, we, we, we didn't draw very well oh, man, for some huh? reason. I mean, we had more advertisement into this show. This show was bigger coming off of last year's awesome show there. Now, the show itself was phenomenal. The matches were phenomenal. It looks great on camera. We got some great TV off it. The pay-per-view was great it off it. It kind of made it worth it, it right there. It made, it made it worth it, but like I like we wanted that hardcore Philly crowd. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. know why we didn't get the big crowd this year. And it's, it's, it's baffling because, you know, we went in – way harder on this one than we did last year and last year's was successful but somebody said to me you know you can't win them all and um and that's true you can't you think win them those all. are got to be the hardest fans to impress too well from them having ecw for so long i don't know if uh ecw is still a factor there anymore because really? if it was i think those fans would have showed up to see possibly sabu's last match in the arena or uh, possibly Shane Douglas's last match in arena. Oh, wait, you know, Sabu's on this too? Sabu's on Oh, I'm renting yeah. this they, motherfucker. They, they I got to see that shit. They, dude, he had a badass match. Oh, you know, all God. The, I, look, How I re- does he still walk? I re- he has two fake hips, too. Oh, oh God. God. He still does everything. I would not so, want to wrestle him. I don't want to face that liability. Like, man, I'm going to sign a waiver. Yeah. Because he would wrestle. His old, he, he'd get fucking dislocated his hip. And he would keep wrestling. Oh, and you're like, man, Everything. look, just lay down, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Throw me I mean, off the top. <laughs> I just, I just watched a clip uh, this morning when Crispin Wall broke his neck. You know, oh god! Yeah. That, somebody just posted it on Facebook. I mean, it's all I've seen it a million times, but somebody was resharing it this morning. Uh, but Sabu's a madman, and, and uh, Crowbar too. Crowbar just had two uh, fake knees put in about a uh, year ago, ooh. so uh, he's back. I mean, he's a madman too. Like these on the pay per view, who does Sabu fight? Uh, Matt Tremont and Danny Flamingo in a three-way dance. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. Anything to watch Flamingo get his ass kicked. (laughs) Reminds me of cheese. Uh, It must be the pink. All the pink. Him and cheese. They could be boyfriends. They they should be boyfriends. (laughs) Cheese ought to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Call Flamingo. Ask him for a date. We can have matching outfits. It'd be like Sadie Hawkins dance. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese. So you did the Alta uh, Boy Luke thing, and then you kind of reinvented yourself then as like the Southern Stomper, right? Yeah, I mean, that came along a little bit later because uh, I was always told that, you know, in pro wrestling, you can't, you don't make up, in, in life, you don't make up your own nickname, you know? 
you know, say I want to be called Lil Willie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I kind of did it. You pick. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's not official. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was always told right. nicknames are given to you. So, uh, oh. so I after I dropped the Alter Boy thing, which really wasn't me, uh, it was given to me. So uh, I wanted to do something more authentic, and I, I went with Luke, just Luke, for a little bit because I already had the name with Luke, so I didn't want to completely change my name. And a guy who passed away named Doug Gentry, uh, he said, why don't you use Hawks, man? That, uh, Hawks, Hawks is my last name, my oh, real yeah. last name. So he said, just cut the hearse off. He goes, Hawks is badass. Right. And I was like, yeah, it you know It is what? pretty cool. I said, I thought about that, but like when, you, when it's your name, you don't really, you right, know, you're right. like, Should eh. I have a gimmick? Right, right, exactly. So, so I said, you know, I just go with it. So I went with it. And then I had that in 2006, I had that MTV show on, uh, called Wrestling Society X. And... They, they coined me the Southern Stomper. So just because of my, my... I got in a lot of fights backstage. I was a real aggressive kid. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so... Were you doing it with, like, I'm going to make an impact? And, nah, it was just... Or were you just really that is, much like, of an I asshole? Just, no, no, I just don't take shit. So I never started fights. Like, but I would get picked on because of my size or... Uh, you know, I always had a hot girlfriend, so I bring my girlfriend around. Somebody's fucking you with her. Them yeah, off. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. So, All right. that's terrible. That's a shame. But it, it's what it is. You know what I mean? And then like, I was playing a in a wolf star. pack. Though. Yeah, this yeah. is like but a wolf's are, den. This is a bunch like of a alpha teen males. Kind of. Not really. No, not back in the day because it like it more so now today. Yes, back then it was just going anywhere and anywhere you can get bookings. So it was always you know. It, it wasn't a group of guys oh, who came up together. Okay, it was, right. so this if you, is war. If yeah. you're doing an MTV reality TV show, that shit's cutthroat. Yeah, so it's, you know, you, you got to figure, you, you put in 40 people from around the world, you know, and Ooh. I'm the only guy from the South. Uh. Every, you know, Los Angeles, you know, they got them from Canada, Japan. They had them all from over. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he's on fire today. He's on fire. He's showing yeah. off a little bit. Uh, is, it, is that what he's doing? Uh, I think so. He <laughs> All right, we get it. You got fucking talent, okay? You're quick-witted. I see it. Sold. All right, yeah. good. Hundreds right. uh, <laughs> But, you know, like, it's, it's like my tag team partner, his name was Alcatraz, right? And it was Luke Hawks, the Southern Stomper, and Alcatraz. And we were called Out on Bail and Out of Control. He yeah. was out on bail. I was out of control. <laughs> so, so that's legit. That was our tag what, team name. And were both things true? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> and uh, we fit. And it was it was weird because they put us together and we just fit together. And they would say, you know, uh, Luke Hawk's mouth starts to fight and Alcatraz finishes. Right. <laughs> that's a whole different story because I'm way bigger than Alcatraz is. Oh, what? No, he's my boy, but I, I give him, I joke with him all the time because like <laughs> when I was, when we were tag team, I was real small. You, you were know, a little. I was, I was 170 pounds, and uh, he was probably about 230, 240. Damn. You know, jacked. And now you just he, and you just worked your ass off. I just over worked the years. my ass like, off. Now, I am getting fucking bigger. Like, well, that's what it took, and I, I I had to be realistic with myself. I used to sit down and I would ask, why am I not getting opportunities? that other people are getting why am i not the main guy on the poster why am i not getting championship you know chances why am i not getting pushed to the top of the card and it was because of my look and my style you know like they wanted me to do the crazy shit right they wanted you were me too to, small you're gonna have to jump yeah, off something yeah so like i i wanted you know they wanted me to do the 450s and the high flying and you know on the big shows jump off of something put somebody through a table and i was willing to do that and, but it got old for me because that's not what it, I wanted to be a legit guy, you know. And here's the truth is, is 
a big part of that, and I've preached about this in different ways in the past, is I didn't have that proper upbringing. So I didn't have an athletic background. I didn't have coaches. I didn't have somebody on me teaching me how to lift weights. All this stuff I had to go find out on my own. Nobody was holding my hand and saying, hey, helping me, saying, hey, you should do this. This will make you better. And that's like part of the reason why I dislike Shane so much because at one point I asked Shane, what can I do to get a spot with TNA when TNA first started around? He basically told me to quit the business because I didn't have a chance. Instead of saying, hey, you should try and bulk up or you should work on this, maybe go to some seminars. And when my work was, I was never, I, I, I don't want to say I was never a terrible wrestler, because I always had talent and I always had skill, obviously, because that's how I got the opportunities that I got. And that's how I got on companies like XBW. But I wasn't the most fundamentally skilled wrestler. You know, like I didn't have the proper grappling training and stuff. So I had to work really hard on that stuff. I had to do things like go to England and spend a month over there at a time to go train their style. And I had to go take these different seminars and wrestle with real wrestlers and do things to pick up on grappling and things that I knew that I lacked in. And, and unfortunately, back in the day when I was living in, you know, Shrewsbury, you know what I mean? There was no wrestling schools. There was no shit like that around here. So I did, it wasn't accessible to me. So that's why I had to move to Philadelphia. That's why I had to move to California. That's why I had to move to Atlanta. It's you just know, fucking dude, crazy. You're like born with no opportunity. Like you have to, to like pretty much right. donate time. Not donate time, but you had to be it around is. it. Not only and donate, you have to pay your ass off for and it. And you never had no Mr. Miyagi to fucking just right. adopt and, you and teach you wax on, wax off of wrestling. And I had to pay bills and I had to take care of a kid and I had to do all these other things and work a job to keep myself afloat and I was struggling. And people don't realize how much hard work I put into it, you know? Uh, like now, everybody, you know, they'll give you those fucking Facebook likes. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Motherfucker, buy some tickets to the show. Like, right, right. like support. If you support what I do, and I'm not shitting on anybody, but it's like when you're doing well and they see you on the cover of a magazine or they see you in a movie, all of a sudden, you know, I'm everybody's friend. Right. You know, what it's can like, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm everybody's Absolutely. friend then. And, and a it's big cool. shark got the leeches just sucking on you. So if you ever bought a ticket to even one of my shows, I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's, that's where the real support comes in. Like, especially from a local boy from this area who literally came from absolutely fucking nothing. You know, like, I came from the bottom of the bottom. I'm going to be real honest so, with you, though. You put on a, a great, I don't want to call it product. It's a, a damn, it's a production. It's an event. Like, we go to a lot of music shows oh, yeah. and, you know, bands we're involved in and putting on performances. And when we go to your event at Shamrocks every year, we've been, like, the last three years. My friend Jared... My, my bestest friend besides Mayday and Ali, number three on the list. Yeah. We go one time. He's like, man, just come drink and have fun. I'm like, I ain't watched wrestling in years. We went, and holy shit. It was so awesome. We got fucking shit-faced drunk. Yeah, I got I overheated. It was yeah. really hot that time. <laughs> but we had a great time, and we're like, this is fun. And the guys, all every wrestler in Wildcat put like forth effort, and they, they understood entertainment, and they understood you know wrestling and it was like so much fun and then the crossing in with ecw let me kind of relive something right you know from from being a, a kid and that was you know that was more mind-blowing to me than like ever seeing hulk Hogan. that was like intangible where wildcat and and uh ecw back in the day just seemed so real like you were more of a part of it like, i don't right. know how to you, explain yeah, exactly it. you felt at home with it and uh, it felt like it was real, and it just hit you in the heart. Yeah. And I think that's what I try and do with Wildcat is I don't put somebody out there who's not ready. 
every now and then you have to give somebody an opportunity who may not be ready and you know because they got to step up and that's how they learn they need to sink or swim but we don't do it all the time everybody who goes into it you know if you're a shitty person you're not on my team the shitty people weed themselves out we've had shitty people with us and uh they weed themselves out you know we give you enough slack to cut you through it with you know you're kind of being though with nobody was there for you I, I that's exactly what i do and i i get taken advantage of a lot of times because of it but i've learned to now not so much give so many chances to those who don't deserve it you know do what you i mean look for yourself as a kid and go wait this guy reminds me of how it was i'm not gonna shit on him let me try to yes and no yes and no because the thing is what what, what i have is, is i had again i had drive and passion not a lot of people are going to do what i did nobody's going to get in the car and drive across country and sleep in the car without when i went to vic grimes's house uh, if you listen he to didn't even invite story, you he didn't invite me I drove across oh, you country yeah, did you show him and the knocked guy's on house? his door That's I knocked creepy, on his door <laughs> he answers the door shit. and he says what are you doing here I said I want you to train me he goes you're a fucking moron that's what he told me. He made I you started sleep crying. In the car. Oh, I what? started fucking crying. How old were you when this happened? I was like 19. Are you kidding 18, me? 18, 19. You just I, show up yeah. at the man's house? Yeah. And, I, and, with and your I, bags? California <laughs> with my bags. And I said, and, and look, I, didn't, I wasn't looking for a place to stay. I was looking to be trained. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, he was probably like, <laughs> so, <laughs> he was scared as a motherfucker. Well, he like, was. Oh, boy, he's, this he's, kid. He's, yeah, he's just like, I can't train you. And I started crying because oh, I didn't man. understand. I thought, I said, how can you say I'm, you know, I'm a fucking moron when I just drove across country because I love wrestling so much and I want to be trained. And what he meant was he didn't have a place to train me. He didn't have a ring. He didn't have a school. He didn't have any of that. Right. So he's like, how am I going to train you? You're going to sleep on a sofa? Right. So I slept in my car and oh, then... Uh, he yeah. comes out the next day and you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, you know, I mean, not a lot of people would do that. What, what, with me, with my guys, is all you got to fucking do is... Listen, do what you're supposed to do and listen. And if you go above and beyond and, you know, that's the guys who really want it, you, that's the guys who are getting the most out of it. But just to get by, all you have to do is just do what you're told and they don't want to do that. You know really? what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they know better. They know better. But you're providing, hard. You're providing the, the arena for them to look, do what they, they supposedly we're love. We're talking about kids that don't do a motherfucking thing in their real life except play video games. Hey, pal. And then they come <laughs> and they come there and they think just because we're forcing them to work out, quote unquote forcing them because you have to do it, right? Right. That they're doing enough to be do what it takes or put get in the right. two yeah, hours yeah, yeah. a week or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not dude, nine hours a week. Come on, Damn. bro. Yeah, yeah. Nine hours a week and they fucking you, you wouldn't believe how many people try and skip out of it. Wow. Really? Yeah, and cut corners. And, and, uh, I know you don't take it easy. I, I see them running. They yeah, would run I, all the time. I, I almost hit them a couple of times. I, I try not to keep them. I try not to keep those guys around that, that want to cut the corners because it, it's I, – I, I didn't have this opportunity. So these guys should really appreciate this opportunity. I had to make this opportunity. And, and my goal to start something here was because it wasn't being done here. And there's nobody here in the state of Louisiana with the credibility that I have to do anything. There's only a handful of guys who I even consider that would be really, ham you know, uh, skillfully enough to train guys here. Steve Anthony's one of them. I mean, he was Harley Race's head trainer. Steve Anthony can, you know, run run circles around a lot of guys in the wrestling business, even though he never got the chance to make a household name for himself. Uh, he's super talented. Been back and forth to Japan so many times. 
but I mean, so, so good. So Chris knows how to explain things, so talented. Wrestles hard every match. I mean, he's been doing it almost 30 years. He started when he was like 14 or something. Right, right. You know, he started oh, with some... He had to walk all the way Well, there. he did. He, he, he started with some, you know, with some, with some, you know, not so good guys. But again, it was what he had available to him. And then he made the best out of it. And he forced himself to go out of his comfort zone and go into other opportunities to train and do stuff like, you know, like, so that's where he, that's why he's been able to get the things he's got. That's why he was Harley Race's head training. That's why he went to Japan several times. That's why, you know, like, a, he earned it. He earned it. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many guys that aren't willing to do that. They just don't want to put the work in. When you get a new guy for Wildcat, you'll be like, all right, first thing you got to do is drive to California, Bru- <laughs> knock on Vince's door, and then when they get there, call me, and then tell them, all right, drive back. <laughs> so I tell guys the same thing, and I'm honest with them, because uh, it, it's not about money. I, it should be about money, because it costs a lot of money to keep things going and to make a living. But I tell them when they come in on the first day, yeah, 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 yeah. I already know. You want to be a wrestler. You love it. It's all you ever wanted to do. And, you know, you got to do anything it takes to make it. And blah, 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 blah. I hear it fucking every time somebody comes in the door. If you're not serious, don't waste my time. Don't waste your money. You know, just go home now. So And it sucks because it's not for everybody. It's kind of like a, everybody would love to grow up and love to play my, in the NBA. But favorite, I just, I couldn't cut it out. I wasn't. My favorite people. It are the ones who come in and they set a realistic goal, not the dumb motherfuckers who come in and go, I want to headline WrestleMania and I want to be the WWE champion. So, and it's just like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, brother. Come on. Yeah. $200 Uh, paying advance. (laughs) 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 It's a guy that just goes, I "I fucking love wrestling. I I, I just want to do this. Maybe get in better shape and and hang, hang out with the guys. Like that's a, it's a camaraderie thing too. It's a sport. Like, as much as it's entertainment, it's also a sport and, and athletic. It's very much so. so. So, like, those guys are the ones who, who really do it for me because they, have, they come in with realistic goals. And you should always want to better yourself and go as high as you can. I'm not saying you can't. Uh, so don't get it twisted. I'm not saying you can't headline WrestleMania and you can't do these grateful things. But you hear the same thing out of every single person that comes in the door. You know, I want somebody to come in and say, this is what I want to do. This is what... I can and can't do now. Or I don't know what I can and can't do now. Let's see what I can do. You know what I mean? And like, I, if you put the work in, I promise you, I will back you 100% and, and more. You know, I will do anything I can to help you and make you successful, including, you know, unfortunately, sometimes having to give the shirt off of my back. I've given a lot of opportunities to my guys that should have been my opportunities, but, you know, I'm at a different place in my career. And some people tell me, hey, why did you do that? That was, you should have did that. You, that was, you've been working at this. And I go, hey, look, I've had opportunities. I sent and, a representative. Yeah. And now I can do that. And some, well, I just say, look, I've had opportunities. And maybe I should have took that opportunity. But I really appreciate how hard this person has worked. And I want them to get an opportunity too. You know what I mean? And this was just one of those times where I could provide that. So, you know, it's just people have looked out for me in the past. There, there's people who've, you know, I, I'm a self-made man. Uh, Joe Gertner cloned me that, and it took off in wrestling. Everybody says how self-made I am. And, I, you know, I, am, I, I take great pride in that. But there's also people who gave me opportunities when they could have gave them to other people. So I'm very thankful of any opportunity. If anybody's ever given me opportunity, especially, you know, in not only just wrestling, but in the film world, 
you know, I've, I, the, the reason I've got these big films is because somebody believed in me and somebody thought I would do a good job. And, you know, of course, I had an audition for him. It's not like somebody just said, hey, that's my boy. Let me give him the spot. I still had to put the work in. They at least opened the door for but you. But they opened the freaking and you door you made the me. best out yeah. of the opportunities. Yeah. So you've had to. It looks like from your, from your list and of everything I've seen of you, you make the most of the opportunities. And the person who who kind of goes on a limb and says, hey, try this guy out, you make them look good by doing that. And it's probably because you take it so serious the way you're like, I don't want to let that person down who gave me this shot. I just love what I do. I take, I definitely take what I do serious, and I don't ever want to go back to working underneath houses doing construction and, you know, shit I hated doing for years. Dude, I think and, I might and, start working out. Well, there's nothing, fuck, and, the, and, and, fuck them and, video games. Dude, they get me nowhere. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, working a regular job either. And I don't oh, know. there is. There's plenty of things. <laughs> yeah. I had a little episode last week on the show about it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> that, yeah, it's 15 it minutes, is. by the way. 15, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you end up there, though. You usually Some people are just really good. Look, I, like you said, there's nothing wrong with it. And some people love it and they're good at it. And then the other people, you're just stuck there because you had nowhere else to go. It's where. And, but there is places to go. That's what people don't understand. Uh, but you just have to be realistic. If you want to do something... You have to put the work in. It's no different in any world experience. And it almost seems like you have to put the work in to make it at a higher level harder and more than and, anybody and, and, else. And what I learned is when you get to a certain spot, like when you, when you quote unquote make it as I have, you have to work harder. And you can't right. take your foot off the gas. Because they're going another right. level. And I'm going, harder, right? I thought as I went on, things would get easier. Oh, yeah. I thought that, you know, the more successful I became, things would be easier. I'd be able to relax a little more. I'd have a little more free time. I'd be able to do things. Not at all. Just and last I, night. And I go, I go, how the hell, like, how, do, how the hell does Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, stay sane? Just maintain yeah, it. Yeah, God damn, he yeah, does a lot of work. he's everywhere. Because he's everywhere. Yeah. And anyway, dude. I'm on set in Fast and Furious with him, right? And I, I and I'm, I'm not friends with him, but I know him. He knows me. We've met several times. We worked on GI Joe, seen him at WWE when I worked WWE and stuff like you that. You keep crossing paths. Yeah, man. and we know each other. He know, you know, we know each other by name, all that stuff. Uh, so like, like I can't say I'm friends with him, but I'm cool with him. Right, right, that's cool. So the only time we got to talk when I was shooting Fast and Furious is right before we filmed the scenes. We go face to face. We're lined up, go over our lines, do our thing. Hey, man, how you been? How's wrestling? What's going on with you? Blah, blah, blah. Action. We start going at it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Cut. As soon as cut happens, 10 people swarm. Dwayne, sign this. Oh, you Eat serious? This. In the middle of doing Director. It? Yeah, director, I need you to do this. Dwayne, next scene, we're doing this, this, this. But, and this is all why we're doing like one scene. I'm like... God damn, how is he just not going nuts and saying... And he just goes through it? He like just he, goes through it, bruh. He just goes... He just hustles. He just, like, it doesn't phase him. Like, he doesn't bat an eye. I mean, like, he's literally dealing with, like, 10 people out of town. Another project that he's on. This, that, the next scene. Feeding, you know, whatever, like... His feeding. Uh, <laughs> he, has somebody, he has somebody saying, you need to eat right now. Here, right, right. here's your food. Stick this in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Golly. Yeah, so and then he has to, you know, work out and all that other stuff. Like, and, oh, fuck that and that, shit, that's huh? not including all the people who just want to hang out with him and take a picture with him right. and talk oh, to him. Those or people, do. oh, those are the worst. So, <laughs> fucking bring me my chicken breast. I'm a fucking must eat four pounds of chicken a day, huh? Yeah. Damn, huh? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that now. You blew my mind nah, with that. Nah, it's one. cool, man. I'm just it's thinking cool. about how much the rock eats now. We'll talk about you talking. Dude, about, can we? Can I ask you about somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Johnny Flex. I love him. This guy. I hate him. I love him. He is start, that was another guy who started very small old guy. Yeah. Like almost I, looked like a lesbian. Yeah, he, still, <laughs> he still looks like a lesbian. Kind of, you're right. Now he's just fall up more. But man, I, when the little bit, we used to do wine and cheese in the same studio as yeah, their, yeah. their what practice facility. What happened with that? What happened with that? Cheese is a flake. Yeah, I don't no, have to no, explain cheese, that to you. Cheese, nah. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 right. But, Get rid of them. <laughs> shredded cheddar. But man, uh, every time I would walk through there, Johnny Flex is getting his ass beat. Like, oh, that see, motherfucker bro, takes still a doing, lick it. They, they, still, they want to do it because he's the smallest guy around and he won't He's fun to throw around yeah. and really hit. It's impactful. But he's got a heart. You know, he's got a heart of a champion. Uh, he's getting that, swole, too. That's legit. He's put a that lot of work in. That pump patrol has definitely yeah. done good for him. Them waist shakes or whatever. So when Johnny came in, <laughs> he didn't speak to anybody. He would not say a word. He legit. And I mean, this is how he was. He used to email the shit out of me from like a troll email account. At least he ain't knocked what? on your door, thought, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a troll email account. It was, oh, it was really him. Yeah. But he would email like, me so much. Girl want? He would email me so much, I, would, I blocked him. Oh, what? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was just like the stupidest emails like, <laughs> and the stupidest questions over and over again. Will you train like, me? Will you train me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming over. And it's like all you got to do is come sign up, dude. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like there's not much more to it than that. Come, oh, come sign up. Ah, oh, that was it. So uh, he he, uh, he finally comes in one day, and I go, man, who's who's the, is that little girl over there? <laughs> and then it's kind of cute, they're like, but nah. they're not. It's weird. <laughs> like, nah, it's, he's a, he's a guy and he's eighteen. And I'm like, damn, he looks like he's ten. Yeah. And I'm like, little bitty guy. So I go sit down and I talk to him, and he goes, yeah. And while I start talking, what's your name? Hey, Johnny and blah blah blah. And we're going into yeah, everything. Right, you ever right. do anything athletic? Never. I live with my grandparents. I've never even been in the sun. Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. <laughs> this is so, so dumb. I'm he starting goes, to feel bad. He goes, uh, he could kick my ass. He goes, yeah. I, you know, I've been emailing you, and I says, no, I never got no emails from Johnny from any Johnnies. And he goes, no, no, my email name is, I forget what it was. He's like, whatever it was. Yeah, blonde and I head go, gecko. I just looked at him. I said, that's you? Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to slap the shit out of him like, right there, you know? I told him, Stranger I said, danger. He goes, yeah, you stopped responding to my emails. I said, yeah, I blocked you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, <laughs> that, that made him drop he's down. never left since. He's never left since, bro. And works, works so hard. He even won a belt recently, right? He won, he, he's a revolution champion, man. Holy I beat, shit. I beat his ass in some matches. So many guys. He takes a lick. But he'll give it, too. Like, he was training with Brian Kendrick, you know, like in that Brian Kendrick seminar. When Brian Brian would come down a lot and train with our guys. And, and Brian really lit a fire under Johnny Flex. Oh, really? I could see it because... Flex can relate to Brian Kendrick, you know, because Brian's a smaller frame guy, hell of a wrestler, phenomenal. So uh, Johnny Flex got, you know, really got in the ear of Brian Kendrick, and and when and guys like Homicide, when those guys would come down, and he would get in there with them, and, and like he just works hard. Johnny Flex is one of the first guys in the building. He's like Buku Dow, you know. They they're both smaller guys. They're both always the first ones there. The last ones to leave, you got to kick them out. If you say we don't have training this Thursday because we got something to do, they're both like, ah, why not? Can we just come train? You know, it's like other guys are like, yeah, good. I don't have to train this week. Yeah, I can, <laughs> right. go, I can go play video games. And big guys, it takes yeah. way more energy to get them going. So, uh, but those guys are like, man, I want to train. Can, can, can we have the key? Can we just come work out? Can we do, you know? And that – there's no there's no feeling that can be expressed with that because it's just, it's wonderful 
You know what I mean? Like, like especially for somebody who loves the business, uh, it's wonderful to see other guys care about it that much and want to be the best they can be. Put forth that effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's honestly, man, hard work's hard to find. Do you, you ever know? have somebody walk in there and they just got something that most of them don't? They got the kind of it thing, whatever yeah, it uh, is that you can't explain. Edwin Stone. He just walked in and I mean, day one he had is a just look. He, he just had, he just picked up on it. Uh, Spade, you know, he's uh, awesome. Man. Yeah, Spade's awesome. He, you know, there's things he's lacking, but he was he, he was just a natural at it, um, and and he has a lot of heart towards it. And you just hope that doesn't discourage them from working hard. Because if you already have something like that and you work that hard, the natural ability, then you could be, you know, greatness. Right, right, right. Exactly. So it's, I'm thankful for those guys. I said, the shit guys, you know, we usually get rid of. They don't last long. They expose themselves. And, you know, if they got a bad attitude or if they're, you know, they want handouts. And, of course, everybody comes in thinking they should be further along than what they sh- what they are. You know, oh, I should be wrestling already. I've, I've been training for six months. I should be having, you know, I should be in main event matches. That's how I felt when I took kickboxing. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> smart that they didn't let me. Probably probably, <laughs> probably so. But sometimes you got to let those guys go do that. and All right. Yeah. Find out for themselves yeah, why out, they're yeah. not ready. Exactly. Oh, man. And, and, and the, 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 the messed up thing is most of them don't realize that they're not ready even after that. You know? They're like, yeah, I sold that one. Oh, they'll still blame it on you. I failed because of you. God, but that's yeah. horrible when you're in a match it, like wrestling and you, the other guy's not prepared and not good at what he does. You're in fucking danger. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Like, it does look like a team on joint thing there to where, man, if this guy, he's fucking up, I'm going to get severely hurt. <laughs> right. Because they're coming at it like 100%. I kind of want Luke to give you a chest chop just so you could see what it's like. You You think that's a good idea? No, I don't think so. To her or to him? To him. No, no, she can take it. (laughs) Allie can take it better than Mayday, believe me. Sometimes shit don't get done around here. (laughs) I beat ass. That's what I do. Who is that? Who is that? You don't know? I whoop ass. You can get your dumb ass in front of camera and you can tell the world. That you're scared of me. You can tell them that I intimidate I you. Thought he sound, I thought tell he sounded handsome and familiar. Me. I said, I'll beat that your guy. ass if you step in the ring with me. I beat ass. That's I what I ass. do, dude. That's what I do. You can do a fucking a promo, too, I man. I don't even. But they, it's not me doing promos, man. That's like me in real life. So it's, I understand. It's, that shit's yeah. intense. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly, that's what people don't get. You know, I'm not trying to be something I'm not. You let the anger I'm fuel not, you. Like, for a long time, like, the altar boy thing I struggled with because I couldn't cut a promo as an altar boy. I didn't know anything about the Bible. And I'm not, you know, I'm not... <laughs> Look, I'm not atheist. I'm not atheist. Uh, no old man's touched your penis. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Oh, if they did, we're not getting into that. That's <laughs> enough. Not at church, at least. Yeah. So, my, my uncles... Vince did my end uncles, up training you. Uh, I'm but Vic, Vic Trainer. Um, but no, like, you know, as an altar boy, that character wasn't really me. It was given to me. And uh, like I said, I'm not an atheist, but I, I, I wasn't brought up in the church system. And, I, and, and I'm not a big fan of organized religion. Yeah. So, it seemed uh, like they're kind of fucking with you, too. Right? No, no, they weren't. They no? weren't. The thing was, so with, it was an XPW. They had, this, they had a guy named Messiah. And he was supposed to have two followers, which were going to be uh, Alter Boy Matthew and Alter Boy Luke. And, oh, and, gotcha. And he was originally supposed to be that character. 
and he didn't want to do it, so they came up with the Messiah character. And then Messiah got fired for banging the owner's wife, and, uh, and they, they sent a hitman to cut the his thumb off. Savior is coming. So they, they legit, they broke Wait, in his house. They, 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 they broke in it. his house, they held him down, they took a pair of garden shears, they cut his thumb off and took who his thumb. No! Who is yeah. they? No. no, look it up, look it up. Holy shit. So, Wait, who is uh, they? Uh, the owner, Rob Black, sent uh, oh, sent Hitman out to get him. Holy <laughs> shit. So, Good thing he didn't cut his so dick crazy. off. Yeah, his name's Billy Welsh Messiah. Look up the story. You'll see it was on America's Most Wanted and everything really back in the day. Oh, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, welcome to the wrestling world. All this yeah, shit right. happens. It's like real movie oh, yeah. shit. It's like you in movies, but life is like that for nah, you. Nah, nah. Life is fucking crazy Life is for a me, movie man. to I, you, huh? It is, if you've seen crazy. the things I've seen, I, I didn't live a normal man's life. Oh, you I know? can see that, yeah. That's amazing. So, like, damn, he's, he's doing so rough. much exciting shit like in, in life. It's really it's it's awesome. I'm happy for you. Like, I'm jelly. <laughs> Thank Dude, you. it sounds like you do so much cool shit. I'm just like, wow. No, I do I do get to do a cool bunch of cool <laughs> shit, but like, you know, the coolest thing for me, and I'll I'll flip the script on it, we'll go a whole different direction. The coolest thing for me is is being a father and having two kids and and you know, two wonderful kids who I broke the cycle from my family. So my kids are taking it above and beyond that. You know, my oldest son's in college. My seven, my my six-year-old, he'll be seven next month uh, in August, month and a half, whatever. Um, is in the top four percent of nation in his age bracket. So, so you know what I mean? Like it's, See, like, it's fucking awesome because you always hear. That's yeah. right. You always hear, oh man, they had a, you know, I had a bad childhood. So then people just keep self-replicating right, these right. And problems. Right, right. They look for, for excuses. You know, my son, my oldest son. You know, uh, he's he's he tag teams with me a lot. He just you know wrestled in Philly at the arena. Um, he's a state champion, amateur wrestler, multiple times. You know, he's he was you know he won the Velma Kemp Award, which is like the highest award at the school. Always been in all honors. You know, uh, you know, his senior year he was all taking all college courses already because he pretty much finished his school up his junior year. God damn. That's so awesome. when he says, Dan, damn. I want to be a wrestler, you're like... No, nah, it was cool. So, no. I mean, the cool thing about it was, you know, I didn't push him into it. It was something he fell into. Like, he always wanted to do it. He had the passion for it. So when he grew up in it with me, but I spent a lot... What hurts me is I spent a lot of time away from him. So I had to leave to chase it. And, you know, and uh, me coming from a broken family, I didn't want that. But uh, it was necessary. But when you know, you're tagging your son now, how great a that, feeling was nah, that? That's what's cool. But it's still a different feeling because you know, like my son got his mouth split open in Philly. You know, yeah, and, I saw um, the pictures. He had to get stitches, and you know, I seen when it happened. And it's you know, people think wrestling is fake, and it's not. Show me that. No, <laughs> it's not. You know, I mean, it's entertainment, but you get the shit beat out of you, and people don't really realize that. So, you know, when I see my son in that pain, he's still my son. So. Right. You know, like if I see some stop your fucking crying, let's go. Nah, 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 nah. It's like I worry about him. It's a father's concern. You know, like I don't give him anything easy by any means. He still has to go through everything everybody else goes through. But I get excited watching his matches. But like when his face got busted open, I'm going, shit, I hope he didn't lose his teeth. Right. You know what Uh I mean? Like, like I hope he's all right. Like, this is going to get expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's already expensive. <laughs> but uh, I, I tell everybody my greatest accomplishment is my kids. You know, I love my kids, but I'm a, I, I want to encourage everybody out there. Don't have kids. Enjoy your life. Love. Uh, would have made you, things a little we're, bit we're easier, not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, well, is he going to be wrestling at, at X Rated? X Rated, uh, he is. He is. Oh, what? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so he'll be wrestling at X Rated. So, uh, 
you know, that's cool, man. I get to spend time with my kids. I get to travel with my oldest now. I missed a lot of time growing up with him because of my leaving to go chase wrestling because I wasn't here. But he understands it, and uh, he didn't understand it as a child because he, you know, he didn't understand why daddy was there. And I wasn't gone all the time, but I was gone a lot. Right. You know what I mean? But it was necessity to give him the life that he's got now, and he does appreciate that. And he knows that I, I you know, I opened those doors for him. So uh, for him to follow in my footsteps is amazing. And now my youngest son, I'm just hoping that he doesn't become like a mass murderer or something. <laughs> hey, you know. It could happen. You're going to have you both know, sons of yourself. He's at there. home. Look, look. The, his mom will send me a picture and she'll say, Look what your son, she'll take his photo out from school. He loves horror films. He's oh, drawing no, Freddy, one of those? he's drawing Jason. Oh, <laughs> he's six, bro. He's going to end up like Brawler. So, horror so, movies. Yes. So then he, uh, he comes home that day and she sends me a picture of it. She says, look what he wrote at school. And he, he writes, your mama's so fat, Hulk did Hulk smash and he fell down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh man, uh, you this can have is, your hands full dude, of Dude, like, he's brutal. My Maybe it's time to go on the road <laughs> again. <laughs> man, dude, you can also see Wildcat on WUPL, My, My 54. 54. Saturday and Sunday nights. Saturdays at 10 p.m., Sunday nights at midnight. You know, so if you listen to this radio station tonight, uh, turn it over to My 54 UPL and at midnight, and you'll check out a new episode. Tonight's episode uh, is an interview feature. Leading, basically leading up to the iPay-Per-View that we have that gets released tomorrow. So you'll hear interviews and some clips from Danny Flamingo, Jay Spade, Buku Dow. And uh, it's just really their experiences and going into Philly and what they're expecting and how they feel different from this year compared to last year, things like that. That's so every, pretty cool. Every now and then we switch it up. Uh, I try and do things different with Wildcat and our TV. You know, we, we do have wrestling matches. We do have the shows. Um, but one thing I like to do, I like to do a few things different. One thing I like to do is I like to showcase other promotions. So there's so much hate going on everywhere else. You know, I'm not that guy. I open my doors to everybody who came here WrestleMania weekend. So, again, like, if, if you're a company and you're using my guys, like, like the last couple of weeks we showcased MCW, Maryland Championship Wrestling, who we have a good working relationship with. Our guys were wrestling up there. We used some of that guys here. So why not showcase some of those matches on our television show here that way our fans here get to see what's going on in Maryland and things like that. They kind of grow together. Right, right, exactly. And they've been around a lot longer than us. But, you know, it's just, for me, it's a respect thing. It's like I have the the, uh, abilities to do so and put them on the map a little so more down here where fans might not know about them. So why not do it? They're doing great things. If more people were scratching each other's backs and helping each other out, we'd be a much better place, you know what I mean? And unfortunately, more people are just trying to stab each other in the back and, and worried about what the other person has and they don't have. And it's mostly because, again, like we talked about earlier, it's work ethic. You know, these guys are putting in work. Other people aren't willing to put in that work. They want everything free, cheap, or easy, you know, and they just want a handout. So Maryland Championship Wrestling has been around a long time. So, uh, you know, and we've done it with ROW. ROW's done it with us, Booker T's place in Houston. Uh, we're going to do it with some more places in the future. But, again, I'll go back to switching things up. Is Sometimes we like to do uh, Barbara Walter-style interviews, if you want to compare it to that, mm-hmm. on Wildcat Wrestling. Instead <laughs> of just coming and watching and, you know, a t- television show and seeing some wrestling, I want you to get to know the guys. I want you to know who Danny Flamingo is. I want you to know who Wildcard J. Spade is, who Buku Dow is, who, you know, anybody is. Matt Lancey, all these guys, like Johnny Flex. You know, I want you to f- find out 
a little bit about these guys so you can be a little more personal with them when you see them or you can know something other than what you see in just the ring when they perform. Yeah, because if then you're just watching two guys wrestle and fight each other, you need that story or that personal connection to somebody to care when they get hit. If not, it's just another uh, Facebook video where somebody got punched in an IHOP. Like, right. you don't have any... And it's the I same have. thing, you know, Whatever. it's like we do with the, uh, you know, and, and I got to give Andrew uh, and Pablo credit for this. Is, you know, it's, it's, those guys want to do the Halloween special, you know, so for the last few years we've been doing a Halloween special. Those are been pretty shooting funny. Like a short, short movie, and that they've been great, you know, and that, that, that has nothing to do with me. That's those guys, strictly those guys. I just said, they said, hey, can we do this and we can use the wrestlers for this? And I said, go ahead. That's a great idea. I think it's just, you know, something else that furthers us from being different than any other wrestling company around you're trying to you're hitting all aspects of it trying to you know and there's more to go and we got some more ideas in the future we're running with again uh we'll push the i-pay-per-view that comes out tomorrow because this is the first one we've ever done so uh, a lot of people said they couldn't make it to philly a lot of fans from louisiana wanted to check out the product now hopefully we get the support down here and they spend 10 bucks and watch the you know watch the show and you go to wildcat.com is that what it's on vimeo if you go to wildcatwrestling.com Cat with a K, WildcatWrestling.com. There's a link to it on there. And you get tickets also, for the show. You can, yeah, you merchandise, you can anything you want. Um, now, also with our Facebook, you know, you go to Wildcat Sports Entertainment on Facebook. Our Instagram, you know, at Wildcat Sports. Everything we do, we plug everything we're doing on there, on those social media sites. So you'll see the iPay-Per-View links. You'll see, again, merchandise, tickets to the show, anything you want. I mean, I think we're going to put up one to date with Johnny Flex soon. Oh, fun. All right. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Especially if you're a guy. You know, cheese will definitely be My all on that. Cheese will be on that. You know what? I might just <laughs> act like I'm cheese and try to win it. And then give it to cheese. Oh, without a doubt. Here you go, buddy. Happy birthday. His birthday's coming up. It'd be a perfect that. present. Here's Johnny Flex all tied up. Like, maybe him and Flamingo, they can all like triple date, that see which one wins it out. It'd be a cesspool. They'd like that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to run through this real quick, man, because it was impressive as hell. I started looking uh, looking you up and, and trying to do a little research. Before I did any research, we sat down to watch Preacher, and we get the, we're on season two, and we get to, like, episode two, and holy shit, I think it was two or three. It was it's, in the beginning. The one, it's the first New Orleans episode. And there's, there's Luke right there. He walks mm-hmm. in, he's a bouncer in there. I think it was two, yeah. I played Doug the bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> fucking had a pretty good amount of screen time, too, on it. wasn't... It was decent. Uh, I thought it'd be a little more. You never know when you audition and what you get. And, did you do uh, more and then just cut some of it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, always. I <laughs> That's mean, like, gotta be a pain in the ass. When I did um, the Jason Statham film, uh, damn, what's the name of it? I, I get a lot of brain farts. I had a lot of concussions. <laughs> oh, so, don't go Ben Wild on me. Did, just no, wait till you I, leave. <laughs> I, I won't do. I won't ever. Do that. <laughs> no, I won't ever do that. But I did have Univer- a lot of concussions. Was it, was it Universal Soldier? No, it was uh, man, it was. I got the whole. I got a bunch of it right here. I don't watch that guy's yeah, movies can, for some reason. So I like him. It's it's actually a really good movie. Uh, once I think of the name of it. Were you uh, doing stunts or you acting? I, I had like a little stunt acting role in it, but it, it I was on it for a long ass time. And when we did it, when after I was on it for about six weeks working on it, and after we finished filming it and it came out and everything, we were maybe in the movie for a minute. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, we were on it for so long. See, I, I'm looking up right now. IMDb.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. It's got to check your own page. Dude, yeah. 
I, uh, Dude, I know how it feels to get it cut out because I had sold, I did like a bunch of paintings, probably 30 paintings when I first started. And a lot of them were really good. Some of my best work I've still done to this day. And I sold them all to Green Lantern. And I made a decent amount of money. I'm like, I'm going to flip this money. And I'm going to, you know, I'll get bigger canvases and, and paint them and sell them for more. Which I, that never really did work out. And <laughs> they didn't even make it in the movie. Oh yeah, sad. Homefront. Homefront was the Homefront? Name of the movie. All right. And it was actually a really good movie, man. I really enjoyed the movie because it was a little different style. It wasn't a typical Jason Statham movie. So um, you know, we had a lot of fun filming it. But uh I worked on that for like six weeks, man. Damn. For a minute, huh? That's crazy how yeah. movies work with that. And and I'm talking long days. Movies are, you know, ten, twelve, fourteen hour days on average. N- never really less than twelve usually. So your average day is a twelve day. So you work five days a week, twelve days straight. And you do that for six weeks, you know, you, you're burnt. It's going to wear you down. It quick. wears you down, yeah. Especially yeah, if you're yeah. doing stunts and shit. Yeah. And yeah. it's a lot of waiting now. You're just waiting and then you do the stunts. Sometimes, sometimes, and sometimes it's not, man. Sometimes it's full-fledged, you know. It just depends on the scenes and what's being shot and what your, what your part is in the film. Uh, but it, it's, a, it's great, man. I never... Even when I have a rough day, and believe me, there's a lot of rough days on set, you know, so I really appreciate the easy days and the easy gigs I get because I always think about all the hard days I have and, and you know, the times where I hate wrestling. Even if I have a hard, hard day, I go, man, this is so much better than when I was underneath the house doing plumbing. Every day. And then 150 degree heat, not 150, but you know, what yeah, I mean? like yeah, down it feels, here, like, it feels that, like, yeah. like it. Yeah, in, 15 minutes. I hated it. Yo, I'm gonna run down some of your stunt credentials. Treme, you got to work on that. Green Lantern. Early on, yeah. GI uh, Joe. Yep. Jack Reacher. Yep. Logan, you got the claws through the through the yeah, head. Nice that was pretty fucking Logan. awesome. That was a pretty epic part, and my picture got blasted everywhere on that because, well, you know, I was the first. Uh, this, this is where I make a little history at. All right. I was the first ever headshot kill. To be seen by Hugh Jackman. Gotcha, because wow. all the other ones were like PG, PG yep. 13. This one, it went a straight R, so you got the fucking straight claws through the skull. Yep, so I was the first person to ever be seen doing that. So, I mean, like, that's a cool accomplishment. I remember when that, yeah. when that movie came out, before it got, you know, when the trailer came out originally, the release picture that was all over the internet. I, and I cried like a baby because mm-hmm. I, I... You cry a lot, cry. Like, This is bad. I do because, well, I cry. I'm an emotional guy. I only cry. Like, like I think about how hard I work to get somewhere. Again, like, like now I don't... I'm not like, oh, yeah, I was in Logan, you know? <laughs> although although it was so cool and I was a big X-Men fan growing up and, yeah. you know, as a kid. Oh, man, yeah. So I always wanted to be in comic book movies. But, like, now I'm not doing it no more. Now I'm not on Logan right now. I'm focused on what I'm going to next. But like I said, when I, the day that trailer dropped, I woke up in the morning and my phone was blown up. I mean, like I had a hundred messages. I had emails, Facebook. And the first one I opened up was like, I seen one of my top students and text me and, uh, and it, it was one of the top messages. So like, I, I would have never opened up his message first for any reason right, right. because like, but I, I said, Man, if he's texting me, something must be wrong. And I had a ton of missed messages, so I just opened it up. And he says, hey, uh, are you and Logan? And then the next message came up right after, and it was the picture of me with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Is that you? And I, I was like, dude, I called him up. I was like, where'd you get that from? He's good, dude, it's all over the internet right now. Holy shit. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I started reading through all the messages, and it was all from that. And uh, I just started, like, I sat by my, it was like a surreal moment where yeah, I sat like, back and I just started kind of crying. I hit I another like, level. I was like, yeah, this is, 
I never thought I'd be doing something like this. Like, I, not, not that I never thought. Like, you just don't know. And when you right. work so hard and you feel underappreciated for all these years and you don't get credit for the things you do. I mean, like, now, I, I don't get credit for the things I do in Louisiana wrestling and what I've run for wrestling in the South. And, you know, it's like... Oh, but get fucking your claws through your head in, one, in a trailer and that's it. But that's, it. But, no, I'm saying, yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, I usually don't dwell on what I don't have and what I don't get credit for. It kind of fires me up to work harder. And, you know, I, I always got passion and fire behind me. And there's guys that I watch, like Mark Bell and T.T. Fletcher, who really, you know, they're friends of mine, but they also fire me up. But uh, when I seen that, it was just like, this is real. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is something you wanted your whole life, and this is something that people would kill for. Right. And this is you, and you've got it. So then I've changed. Like I said, now that it's over, though, my, my, it's my, I'm back on that what's next deal. Right. You know, yeah, you feel thing. justified for five minutes yeah, and you're like, all right, now, what yeah, can I do now? Now that, you got to take a, it up a higher level before you cry. That's like, where the stress to, comes I in. I want to get to cry again. Yeah, that's where the stress comes in because it's like, all right, that was cool and that was awesome and it was this and it was that, but now I got to beat that. What can I do? How can I top that? Well, it's good, though, because you got the drive. It's almost like a junkie, man. You got to keep going to that next level, but at least you're doing it something positive that's, that's <laughs> yeah. helping other people around you, too. You're not dragging everybody down. You have that same intensity, but you're focusing it to something positive and productive. Yeah, yeah. So and that, you called him a junkie before knowing if you really had a drug addiction? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Thank you, man. God damn. It's an adrenaline Speaking junkie. Of going up a notch, you do have a, you're going to be in the translation of Wounds? That's a new movie coming out? I'm going to be in what? You're not going to be in that? Wait, what is that? Can you talk about that? I don't even know what it is. What is it? You, it's some movie with Army Hammer, Zazzy oh, Beats. Oh, so, so okay. They, they, they dropped the name on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just had a nice little role. I, had a nice I was about to say, oh boy, that fuck up. Okay, so no, no, no. What's the, what's the name? Because you see, you're telling me something I don't know. I think it's the translation of Wounds. Okay. So uh, I think now you I, got I, me nervous. I might, dude. Nah, I, I so, do fuck so, up. Bro. So the thing, <laughs> the thing is on that is I just worked on. Uh, I just had a nice little acting role on on that with the, with those guys, but the the project was uh, untitled and it was called a Untitled Bobic Anavari Project. So that was the director. It's based on a book or something. That's I, what I know. Is it? I think okay, so. so. So I this think is good. You don't Bob, even know. This is well, awesome. yeah. Well, Bobic wrote it, so I, you know, like uh, I got brought on by the product project. Uh, the guys were familiar with my work, and they called me in for an audition. So uh, I went in and did a little audition and uh, met with the director and them, and, and they loved me. So they, they wanted me right away. And the stunt, the stunt coordinator, Kevin Beard, was the one who suggested me for the project. So uh, I went and met with those guys, and then, I mean, we just hit it off right away. Did you get to be intense? Uh. I, I like intense Luke, like that one that you, I, I beat did. Ass, I mean, we, I had, a, I had a fight scene. I had, I had a real. In, so, so I've been right now. I've been to some real integral parts of movies that that are you know big difference changers, like the Logan thing. You know, they translate that scene back to the comic book. That was like uh, a comic book website just put out something the other day. Somebody tagged me in where it was like scenes from comic book movies that are actual scenes from comic books and that was one of them oh well, so, that's like, cool it keeps bringing itself back around too yeah yeah it does so uh so this part my, my scene in the in the um in the in Bobbix movie is the part where everything kind of comes together and it's like the main 
I'm trying to I'm trying to explain it without giving it away because I'm not supposed to really talk about it. Right, right. So, it's like a, a climax, a major, it, a shifting point in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a shifting point, and it has everything to do with the ending of the movie. Gotcha. So uh, that's a good way to put it. So I was trying to explain how to, you know, without giving it away. Yeah, like, right. I yeah, I don't so, want you to get in trouble. So and and it was I want also you to spoil it was it. also people get real fucking upset about that. <laughs> it was also, you know, uh, it wasn't really my first horror film. I worked on a couple low budget horror films, but it was my first like full budget, like really cool, like it has the potential to be a really good big horror film you know and uh, i said it's a really cool scene for me you get to so, talk more instead part. of just die yeah yeah I, I, it's been, fun to see and i'm like oh look at this look up oh, he's dead i've like, been fuck. getting recommended a lot for those scenes more you know a lot more lines a lot more um we call it stunt acting because i still do a stunt and i do stuff like that but they because of my presence because of how I carry myself and, and, you know, again, my acting abilities that they, they, they're fans of it. So, and it transitions over, like you see my promos, I say, that's not me acting, you know, that's me in real life. And then again, in films, I can transition that you over. You can do that, films. right. You just start yeah. thinking of Shane Douglas and a piece of shit that well, he is. And you're like, look, I'll fuck you and Just Incredible up and I'll, I'll focus that that's anger. right. With my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> so. You beat ass, bro. That's what you do. Whoa. <laughs> I beat ass. That's what I do. Fucking right, man. <laughs> Dude, fun. I'm mad to make that my ringtone. Dude, we didn't even yeah. talk about. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Tommy Dreamer is gonna be. So Tommy Dreamer's coming. X-rated. Down. X-rated. June 23rd, man. We're stacked up at the Shamrock. It's always our biggest show of the year. It's everybody's favorite show, and I say that because you know, of course, Revolution Rumble is a massive show too, and but it's a different style of show. That's a family-friendly show. Where this show, the dolls get to come out and be kids. And, but they get to drink alcohol legally. Which, so, by yeah. match three. Yeah. They're tanked, and they're cursing. Oh, and yeah. It's so great. Yeah, Yelling. it's hardcore, man. It's a hardcore show. It's something we only do once a year. So every other show is family friendly. So we're busting it out. And this year, we got Tommy Dreamer coming in. Uh, we have Black Taurus coming in from Mexico. And I know a lot of people here have no idea who that guy is. I don't is. know. I've seen he's it. Is that the awesome. one with the minotaur he's, head? Yeah, he's got a minotaur head. Oh, so God. he wrestles with that on. It's a oh, what? Oh, are you serious? Yeah, he's a, oh, he's a badass luchador from Mexico. Oh, dude, he's, he's got a wicked hat. Like, around? his headdress oh, is yeah, fucked up. He, he's, a, and he's, he's a little tank. He's jacked. He's oh, a little, I got to see you know, this. This dude's awesome. So uh, we got him coming in from Mexico. And uh, I seen pictures of him. I never seen him wrestle. And then when I seen him in Mexico, I was like, man, we got to get this guy in Wildcat. Yeah, because you went and wrestled in Mexico at like a Lucha Libre. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot, actually. So I've been going down there a lot. And I seen that guy, and I was just like, oh, my God, this guy's got star written all over him. I mean, he's already a star in Mexico. Right, right. You know what I mean? But, like, it's a whole different bring market. bring him around here. Yeah, we got to bring him over here. So, uh God, I can't wait to get drunk and yell things at him. Yeah. Oh, he, it's gonna he, be doesn't, fun. he doesn't speak English, so he won't. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll, I'll, learn, nice. I'll <laughs> learn two words bring by it, then. Yeah, bring a translator. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's wrestling Steve Anthony, which that's going to be a man, hell of a match. Johnny Flex is wrestling. Uh, who else we got coming? Oh, we got Lacey Lane, who is the Crash Mexican women's champion against Barbie Hayden. Both really. Good wrestlers. Really? Not only hot, like guys want to see hot chicks, right? Yeah, They're yeah, always yeah. like, who's the girls? We want to see girls. We want hot chicks, right? Well, I'm not all about hot chicks. Like, I mean, personally, I'm about hot chicks. Right. But, but hey, wrestling in a wise, managerial role yeah, or something I like wanna that. S- I want to see girls who can go at it. 
Right. You know, I mean, I want to see girls who whoop ass. Because the hot's so, only fun for a couple of minutes, and right, then when you're watching them right, do a right, horrible yeah, wrestling match, it's pulling like, hair. It's like the like, old oh. saying goes, you can have the hottest girlfriend in the world with somebody's tired of her shit, right? So, <laughs> like, Back in the day when we were watching yeah. WWE and WCW, you're watching the chicks, and you're just hoping you catch a, a, a tit fly out in the middle of the match. <laughs> oh, Other than that, you're like, ah, oh, this is boring. I still hope that, though. But, but not at wrestling, like when I'm at the grocery store. So I'm like, man, I hope that chick over there registered for. I hope <laughs> It's almost out. Boy, Come if, on. Yeah, and if they have a kid with them, or they forget all about them things. They just fly out. <laughs> but, man, I, dude, I can't wait. It's fun. I got to ask you this because we got in trouble before when, and I just got to know before we get there. All right. The first couple of times we chanted ECW in a couple of parts. Is that a problem? Like somebody, I don't well, remember who ECW's it was. Somebody died. busted you know, my so, balls. Yeah, because ECW's not around no more. You know, and then I, I'll. You know, these shows are loosely based off of ECW, but not, they're not, they don't revolve around ECW. What would you think uh, if I told what? you, in my defense though, when I'm chanting ECW, it's less about the company and more about what the company kind of stood for or was. So and, if somebody well, does the, something reminiscent of ECW, I think awesome. chanting ECW is like giving it, 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 it just goes to show you again how much that company meant, right? So here it is, you know, 20 years later and, and, you know, it's still being chanted. It hasn't been around. Wouldn't it close down? 2000, 2001, something like that? I think so. I just seen that. 2002. Thank you, bro. <laughs> so I, I knew it was, you know, somewhere around there. But uh, it, it, it's to, to hold, still hold that credibility and that, that monumental ship. That's a word I just made up, by the way. Oh, that's good. But, but, I'm writing that shit down. Yeah, yeah. I'm like fucking Flamingo, dude. And then, hey, I need to actually, I need a, uh, what do you call it? I need a... Uh, Trademark that word. Right? <laughs> so. Too late. I already did. <laughs> Quick, what do you think Sally's doing in the bathroom? Oh my god! She just leaves. She started talking about ECW and she bailed. She's but, throwing up right now. Sorry, uh, man. She's, she's, thinking, she's, thinking, she's probably thinking about last time Tommy Dreamer came to town. Oh yeah, right. Uh, she likes your boy, the, the country dude. I forget his name. I bought a mask from him last time. No, man, he's the, the country guy. Oh, we all... Tracy Smothers? Yes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Allie's favorite. She banged Tracy Smothers? No, she just uh, liked the cheer for him. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she did. Wear this mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was... Um, so w- you, you're making me feel bad. It does sound no. like you're saying it's inappropriate. To, no, it's to not. It's just, it's you know, we're at Wildcat. And here's the thing is, is the, the X-rated shows are, again, are loosely based off of ECW. Not 100%, not even 50%. It's just when you have that type of atmosphere, that's what ECW was. So it's like, of course, that's kind of where you get the credit from. And then we bring in ECW guys on these shows. You know, we try and bring in Dreamer or Sandman or, you know, um, Tracy Smothers, who's on everyone. There's, you know, uh, Al Snow, several other guys we've had in that, that or, or at least tried to have them try I can't remember who all the guys. Yeah, Sandman. You had Sandman. Raven showed up. Raven, of course, always Stevie Richards, Blue Meanie, those cats. The That's great to see uh, Stevie Richards too, man. He's still Phenom- a hell of a dude, performer, okay. an athlete in great shape, in like- phenomenal shape. You know, there's guys. There's like really three guys, four, that I give credit to for really taking care of themselves um, this far into the careers and in life. And Stevie Richards, Billy Gunn, Bob Holly, Al Snow. Those guys across the board are in tip-top physical condition. You know, and Stevie's 44, 45, I think, and Al Snow, 
Bob, Billy, they're like 53. That's wild. So, and, you know, yeah, it's crazy because they're, they're, they're jacked and they're strong and they're, you know, like they're healthy. And, uh, you know, it's just, you see, and you see some guy, I mean, look at Just Incredible. I mean, if you go back and you look, you go watch his, read his Twitter Watch his dumbass video. I'm not reading any more Twitter. <laughs> he's so he's so he screwed up. Diaper. He's so screwed up on drugs. Oh, what? you know, and like he looks so bad. Oh, he looks man. so bad. You go and you go. You know, but it's what it's where these guys took themselves and put themselves in this side of the spectrum, and these other guys took themselves and put themselves over here. Most of the guys that are over here to your other side are dead. You know, uh, there's not many. Is it does not so, seem like an easy life. No, especially from that that ECW genre, you know uh, those guys, man. It's amazing. There's there's I, there's probably more dead that are than alive. If you went back and looked at it, I would be willing to say that there's more dead guys from that genre than that are alive. Damn. Last question, Luke. All right. New Jack. Any possibility no, that he no, ever comes? No, 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 it's no. too much trouble. <laughs> I mean, not even though it's trouble. Like like no, he he he's got nothing to offer. You know what I mean? He uh. I've always had a love-hate relationship with New Jack, and that goes back to my trainer, um, Vic Grimes. Him and Vic Grimes hated each other, and you know. Oh, that was real. That was real. That was real so, hate. Like you know, what I mean, like so, so some of that came off onto me. So uh, you know, me and Jack have it, had it out a few times, and uh, we've always settled differences and always talked and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, like uh, I mean, the last interactions between us were what were positive but you know like i'm not i'm a businessman you know what i mean like yeah. if i'm gonna have trouble it ain't gonna be in my place of business you know what i mean it's gonna be somewhere where and, and i'm not saying i would have trouble with him but i'm just saying i'm not i'm not gonna put myself in that position right you know the insurance mean? company find out it's gonna get expensive well it just it just it's not only that like like jack's one of those guys and this is where you gotta give credit to him as well. You know, he's always done things his way on his his you know his timetable. Whatever he wants to do, he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. So I can't have guys like that around here. You know what I mean? Yeah, not yeah. not when I'm footing the bill. Not when you know my company and my reputation's on. Because look, I could sit here and talk tough guy all day. You know what I mean? I could say we fight, I kick his ass, he kicked my ass. If he did something, you know, if he if he screwed up my show, I would punch him in the mouth. You know what I mean? But what does that solve? Yeah, not much. He'll stab nah, your ass. Nah, <laughs> see, nah I'm not no, worried no. about shit like that. Uh, see, right. You know what I mean? Like I that, am fucking. Nah, see, like, that's, see, the, that's shit. the problem. I'm asking that's, for a fucked up reason because well, I know is, that the potential for New Jack to do something really horrible, well, that would be very entertaining for me. I want to go back. It could bad be very for bad for all, <laughs> everybody yeah. else. Nah, like, I want to say this though like, it's like i don't care about shit like that because motherfucker saying they stab you that don't intimidate me again i like i grew up on the streets i seen motherfuckers get stabbed i seen my i had somebody get their fucking head blown off five feet from me <laughs> so and i witnessed it so you know what i mean like that's like like you and that shit, lemon rays but i'm saying you don't I, i'm play. saying that shit don't intimidate me uh, right. i'm just saying as a business but but that's 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 the side of luke hawks that grew up on the streets the side of Luke Hawks now is a businessman worried about my family. I'm not going to put somebody like that in my company that can potentially cost me money when I'm trying to make money to pay my guys and pay our fucking bills right. and do this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, fuck it's not me worth my it. entertainment level, huh? No. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's, no, it is. Totally. It's not worth it. It, it ain't, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't be a business professional, like, 
again, like, it's not one of those things, like a, a threat. You know what I mean? It's not a threat. It's not like, oh, well, I can hear. Most guys are, if, if, if you, they want to play the tough guy role. If such and such was around me, I would do this. Well, yeah, well, why would you put yourself in a position? Now, if we out in the streets or we on another show, you know what I mean? Like It and, happens, and then you happens, deal like, with it, but yeah, you're they, not going to go put yourself I'm in that environment. I'm not going to put myself in that environment. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah exactly. You're too smart for that. All right. Right. So. Well, dude, that was like just, I only asked that because that's like my last ECW guy that I didn't and, really well, he doesn't. Well, he, he doesn't really do much anymore neither. Really? You know, I seen him a couple. Uh, I seen him over the summer yeah, last I year. I see why. <laughs> I mean, he's he's older too, and he's gotten a lot of trouble, and he I know he's wanted in a lot of places and stuff Aww. like that. So that's a shame. Uh, but he put himself in that. He's position. one of the ones that I wish it was more of an act because it was so good, he, and you just go, man, that wasn't an act. Again, Fuck, now it kind of loses. He lives. Yeah, he lives, gains a little on the entertainment. He level, lived his but, life. He lived his life. So like, what you seen is what you got. So. You know what I mean? Like that's one of those things where, f for fucked. It, it, it's it's what you've seen is what you got. That wasn't a knack for camera. What New Jack is is what New Jack is. You know, and uh, that's it made him successful, but it it also hurt him. Yeah, it's his he own worst enemy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So the very you, thing that made him is the thing that destroyed, destroyed him. him. Yeah. You gotta God know. Damn. You gotta know. I mean, look, bro. When I was about to kill Shane Douglas in Philadelphia, New Jack's the one who calmed me down. Oh, really? Yeah, New Jack was like... Boy, when New Luke, Jack's talking sense yeah, to Yeah, so Jack's like, Luke, you got to calm down. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. You know what I mean? Like, Just I set up the tables and throw them Shane off the Douglas, top. Shane had personal security. This is a couple years ago. Was this at a match? Or yeah, was this is at a show. Shane had personal security. He was blocked off in the office, so I couldn't get around because like, I was ready to kill this dude, bro. So legit... So like, does this happen on camera? This is nah, like nah, y'all not even rolling. Oh, this really? Is all, real yeah, this, shit. Is, this is all real God. shit. Had nothing to do with no storylines and nothing. Like this, you all just show up one night and you like, no, I'm no, we this were we were on a show together. It was he, he was one of the bookers, but like the, he Shane didn't want me there, but the other guys did. The other four guys did. So like, and we would have it out, and like he was like, I told him when I see you, I'm fucking you up. <laughs> like they ain't no ifs ands or buts about it. Like when you in front of me. I'm beating your ass. So, so this I'll is, whoop ass. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what so, I do. This had nothing. So, bro, I was in the middle. Like, I don't remember what happened, but something happened, and I was throwing a fit. And oh, I was, I, they, something fired me up. Oh, I know, I know, I know what it, I know what it is. Shane uh, Sabu had uh, had OD'd the night before. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So uh, Sabu OD the night before, and Justin Credible tweeted a picture of it. Well, what the like, fuck you mean? A picture of him like yeah, fucking like out of it? He was out of it in a chair, just like slumped over. So Justin Credible took a picture of him oh. and tweeted it, right? So I was, now Sabu's my boy. So Sabu, uh, and I got a lot of respect for Sabu, man. A lot of respect for Sabu. So like uh, they had to rush him to the emergency room. And this went all out on the internet. So I'm not telling people something they right, don't right, know, yeah. you know. Uh, but this went all out on the internet. And uh, the, the, of course, the video, the picture of Sabu went out and all that bullshit. Well, Justin Credible came in the next day to the show, and Sabu didn't make it to the show because obviously he was in the hospital. Yeah, he had a little recovery there. Justin Credible ODs in the back. Oh, <laughs> you got your phone out? So like, I took I a picture. Get... Oh, of him. yeah. And I put that shit out on the internet. Do, 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 right? do, yeah. do. 
So then, uh, one bites the so so the whole the whole show gets fucked up, and Shane looks terrible. And I don't even remember who Shane was wrestling. I think he wrestled somebody who had to wrestle twice, maybe like Jack oh, or something. But yeah, because half the company's OD. Bro, the company, the company was uh, sh- the the crowd was shitting on it. So oh. so, I was furious. I was like, this Ooh. guy is headlining the company. This guy looks like shit. He's fat. He's out here trying to, you know. I mean, like, like I'm like, he's gonna sit here and run his mouth about me all the time and disrespect me when I'm in the gym. I'm working hard and I'm trying to make things better. And this guy's on here spending money on this and that. You know, what I mean, it's ripping people off. And so, uh, and I was like, I'm beating his ass when he gets to the back. Like I was fine. I'm just waiting for the match. I'm like pacing, like by the curtain, like pacing. You're taking like, this shit personal um, at this point. I, it was always personal. Yeah. So like, like uh, he legit had security and shit there, so I couldn't come around him. Oh. And then uh, Jack's trying to calm me. Jack, Jack's like, Luke, you gotta calm down. You gotta calm down. You, gotta, right. you know, like because he's yeah. like, this ain't good. This ain't like he knew. No. Like he knew what he, you know, what right, was coming right. down. So um, I don't even remember. What, I know like a lot of people got in between us, and and it was a shit show. But, and, y- uh, and y'all did wrestle each other after this. We just wrestled each other for the first God, time. On a pay per view, you you built the fuck out of that. <laughs> no, I want to watch right? this yeah. now because dude, it ain't like <laughs> yeah, it no, ain't no, a no, joke. Like yeah, yeah. That hit to feel good. You, did you get to at least like yeah. body slam him once? So I give him a good. You know, hit, hit him I, a couple what, of times. What I thought about stiff, huh? before I went out was this took me almost twenty years to get this, and he is not the Shane Douglas that he was when I admired him and when I idolized him, but at the same time he's still Shane Douglas. So it's my job to go out there and get every fucking thing I thought I worked for and that I thought I earned and that I missed out on. And he knew you were coming for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He knew it was going to be a long night. He knew. He knew. I mean, we we had no interaction beforehand. Uh, Like, we did... We're not friends. You know what I mean? Like, I'm surprised that he accepted the match because... Uh, you know, he de- he declined it for so many years, and that was a lot to do with the fire inside me. Is because he declined it. You know what I mean? Like he would never. I just let credit. this build. Did you just, worry that you weren't going to be able to stop hitting? Nah, I was just like the the worry for me was was the pressure of putting on a great event for the fans. You know what I mean? No matter if there was ten people there, if ten thousand people there, it was like. You got to be, I'm going to get mine regardless, right? I'm going to get mine. But at the same time, I need people to go home and go, my fucking God, that was awesome. You know what I mean? Because you can't take one situation and make it a selfish situation. And, and, and you know, like, if you got to defend yourself or you gotta, if you got to prove yourself, that's one thing. But at the same time, things have to be... Uh, business related respectable for the fans aspect you know what i mean i just can't go you know i can't go to a convention and punch him in the face you know in front of you when you wait in line and to, to you know, all right you don't want to fuck up somebody else's time to get your right kind of kicks yeah, off or you know what i mean yeah, that's not satisfaction yeah, you're you like know what I mean? i'm if gonna, I'm gonna do it. i'm gonna do mine <laughs> When I do mine, I can't wait to watch this match now. So, Don't you want to watch this, baby? That's I kind of want to see you it. You want to see that? You did good job. Years, so fuck dude, out God damn, good yeah. promo. No shit. Jesus. So, I mean, that's just legit, though, man. You know what I mean? And that's the adult in me because 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought like that. 
I'd have been like, dang, he has get his ass. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, like, and even a few years ago, I was like that. Like, at the shows, that's why he had to be barricaded away from me. That's why he had to. <laughs> I, bro, when I mean walk with a team of security guards, oh, I man. mean walk with a team of, like, security and this guards. Is a, like, he wasn't no slouch, man. This is a big dude. Yeah. So, it's just like. That's fun, man. God th- damn. That's life, bro. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is real life. This is. This is behind Not for the scenes me. I just shit. play Rocket League. <laughs> right, right, and that right. That shit stresses me out. <laughs> but I'm saying this is real life shit. You know what I mean? This is shit that goes on outside of wrestling or inside of wrestling. You know that that you guys don't see and that other people don't see. Uh, you know because everybody thinks it's you know awesome. They go, oh man, it's so awesome you get to do this. And how is it working with this guy? And you know all these guys are friends backstage. They go after their match. They drink a beer together. You know that's what I always heard. Like nah, I it's said, more yeah. like fucking nah. blowing heroin. Yeah, 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 nah, yeah. nah, nah. nah. It's, it's like nah, like I'm gonna be. It's this real mo- deal. I hate this motherfucker. I, not, I know when people tell me that, they go, hey, do you really like this guy? You friend? I said, let me ask you a question. You, what do you do? You go to school or you work at fucking Lowe's? What you doing? You, you. Oh yeah, yeah. I work at this place. I said, well. You, you like everybody you work with? Oh, hell no, nah, man. I hate these two. And I said, well... <laughs> what makes it any different? Yeah, then what makes it any Because he different? can't go fucking uh, th- drop kick them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw them so, against the fucking tape measure aisle saying, and fucking like, lay them up. They think that, you know what I mean? They think that, like, everybody's cool and they think that everybody, you know, gets along and, you know, and no, it's not like that, man. It's real life, like personalities clash you know this person bangs this guy's old lady this person what's, what's you know what wrong I mean? with that like some people ain't into that cheese but I, yeah but i'm saying it happens just like anything else you know what i mean that, that it's everything's real life like there's there's backstabbing going on there's guys who used to be best friends who i mean look at the edge and matt hardy stuff with Lita. you know like when matt was, was all real broken, huh? it was all real and it all became you know came to fruitation in front of tv because of real life stuff Matt Hardy was out on an injury and his best friend was banging his girlfriend behind his back yeah. Damn. you know what I mean so it's That's like some real ass shit it's, it's up. yeah yeah but you so, and, then, and then Matt Hardy got fired over it like cause Edge was like the golden boy and, 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 and what if Edge wants it he gets it so how did they ever that dude was horrible and, and, I hate him and, yeah, they kept and, trying to put him over and but, it just wasn't working and and the, the internet was so strong, like they got wind of everything, so they were so strong they had to bring Matt Hardy back and like, they didn't have to. Yeah, but smart. it was like the smart thing well, you to know, do it, for business. What Vince McMahon does is he all right, this is what I got. Let's that's what we have to work with, let's do something with it. When you're in entertainment, you gotta kinda take real life and let it blend over, like, all right, that's what it is. Let's fucking make money off of it. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on, Luke. I can't wait for the event. No problem. Dude, June 23rd. June 23rd. Wildcat presents presents X-Rated. 7 p.m. bell time. Doors open at 5 p.m. that day because it's the bar, so they want you to come and get tanked up early. Excuse me. I keep burping, man. Ain't nothing, man. It happens. So we got got some huge matches planned. So uh, all your favorite Wildcat stars will be there, including myself. Tommy Dreamer's coming in. The girls, Barbie Hayden, Lacey Lane. Uh, Carlito's making his Wildcat debut. What? So he's going to be Carlito. spitting in the face of people what? who's not cool. <laughs> that's, then, that's Carlito's uh, way. That's his way, yeah. And then we got, uh, you know, my son, PJ Hawks. This will be his first X-rated performance. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Outlaw, Matt Lancey, Johnny Flex, Pump Patrol, the whole nine yards. You know, the whole team's going to be there. So come out. 
and you never know what's going to happen. Might have a little few surprises in store as well. Oh, well, yeah, you usually have like a surprise. Guess sometimes all kinds of shit goes yeah, down. Yeah, we know, got tables this year. I can't wait. Dude. And there's girls, you know, there's always hot girls drinking. If you're a single guy and you want to, you know, be like like a real creepy guy and hit on a hot chick, <laughs> like like buy her drinks. That's just a place to do it. At. And them chicks they go so, to wrestling. They like it when you get tanked up and yell shit and get into the match. You don't oh, even yeah, have to be yeah, cool. Yeah. Like you get into that shit, these chicks are like, yeah, this is fucking remind so, me of Edge. And the girls that come to pro wrestling they're not looking to bang the wrestlers they're looking to bang other wrestling fans right so, yeah so you know keep that in mind come on <laughs> god damn it good Jesus. i would say it's the opposite for me but i'm sure some of the girls okay, all well, right well, all we right. got some we got some wrestlers <laughs> well, we were just talking about while we were in the bathroom we heard looks that like you, all right all right you, sorry, yeah, you and tracy smothers had a little run yeah, did you have a little run i don't know what happened like he added me on facebook and i was like so honored i'm like oh my god like he added me as a friend. Like he requested me. Yeah, and requested I was the dudes. <laughs> and I followed him, and he always posted like cat videos and cute animals and stuff. And That's, I was like, Wait, Steve Richards or Tracy Smothers? Tracy Smothers. I've never seen Tracy post a cat Dude, video. he does, motherfucker. I don't know which account <laughs> Unless this Maybe. wasn't really him, but I was going to tag him earlier, and I looked at my phone, and I found that we're not friends anymore. Oh, well. <laughs> and I know I didn't delete him, so It, it might have been a, a fake account. <laughs> yeah, right. It might have yeah, been fake. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of cats in, like, cute, like, cute videos. Dude, if you also go to wildcatwrestling.com, cat with a K, Dude, you can you can rent the pay per view to see. Not rent it, you can Luca. buy it. Ten you bucks, man. It. Right, you can buy it for bucks. ten bucks. You own it, watch it as many times as you want, nice. anytime you want, anywhere. All you gotta do is sign into your Vimeo account, and you can you know watch it. So it's on demand. And uh, if you follow me on social media, you know what the my accounts are. If you don't, my personal account is at Luke Hawks five zero four L U K E H A W X five zero four. And you gotta say that. You gotta slow it down. Oh, you gotta make sure you pronunciate the zero, not the O, because I go, I'll put five O four in, and Ew, you know, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but Look, yeah. we weren't the only people that went to Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, and then our, our business pages are at Wildcat Sports. So we're on every social media outlet there is: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, don't do the Snapchat. My uh, my old lady doesn't really approve of that. Oh, is that that, that one they, that it disappears at a time? These girls like to send you these videos with their yeah, skin. Like, oh, really? yeah, they just yeah. send them to you out the blue. Yeah, you don't even have to ask for them. Next go. thing you know. <laughs> so I said, hey. Yeah, you know. got to cut something out. Yeah. Well, dude, good job, man. I appreciate it. I'm Catholic. So. Hey, you don't know nothing about the Bible, but <laughs> they did take your foreskin at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That they did. Good shit, man. Thank you. Can't wait to Thank see you at, at X-Rated. Yeah. Let's tear it down. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. Yeah, dude, fun shit. Right, Luke Hawks. We're going to play some music at break by Luco. Woo! And we may or may not have PPV guys. Not real movie news. I don't even know what we're going to do in the second hour. We Who kind cares? of ate into it. It doesn't matter. Dude, Luke, thank you so much. Check him out. Wildcatwrestling.com. Yeah. Yeah. Check me out. And buy our pay-per-view. You're listening to Not Real Radio. Time, weather, and... Always-
Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Subscribe to one of the many ways you can listen. SoundCloud. iTunes. Stitcher. Google Play Music. YouTube. Or your favorite podcast app. Listen live Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on MixLR. Or just visit notrealradio.com. Where you can buy a t-shirt. Make a donation. Transcending radio. One show at a time. Not real music. Not real news. Not real guests. Not real reviews. Thank you for listening. NotRealRadio.com.
This is now radio. It's Luko spelled L-V-K-K-O. Do you remember last week when we had this conversation? I wasn't saying it for my sake. I was saying it for the listener's sake. <laughs> the tides are turning. <laughs> it went Should well. It's going down. <laughs> yeah, right. We right? can just about wrap it up. I get Luke back in here. I'm sorry. Fast. He was so compelling and interesting that I just was quiet for so long. Now I got to say something. Yeah, we're going to play with Luco. Zombies Eating Sheep is going to Hattiesburg, Mississippi oh, this weekend. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to get into that boy. a little bit later. The Skull Crusher. I kind of want to get into it now, <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to save it. We're, we're oh, saving it. God. All right. All right. We went a little bit long with Luca, but I felt like it was, it was needed. Oh, it's worth it. Most like, super dude, fucking interesting. Super interesting. And God damn. Like, what? dude, the, the list me. that, no, no, no. The list that I had was impressive enough. But then hearing it from him and just kind of like rattling off all the other shit, it's like, dude, you're doing movies that they don't even have a title to. Like, that's pretty heavy shit. You know yeah. what I mean? He's a real motherfucker, too. Yeah, he is. Like, yeah, so real. Dude, like, yeah, I, I got angry. Fuck. Yeah, I cried. Yeah. 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 And if I would have asked him, he probably would even say, yes, I get nervous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. that's just yeah, real yeah. ass shit. He's a real dude. And, and you don't look, it, nothing he says makes you look kind of down on him. Everything he said was just like, God damn, this dude. He's like a fucking model of oh, how yeah, you yeah, make yeah. it aspiring. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. He's a role model in a way. I don't definitely. wrestle. So even if he's completely full of shit, oh, he's he got fucking me knows of everything. <laughs> I want to watch that right. fucking eye pay per view, dude. I'm God, ready. Damn, I want to watch it. Man, you know? we gotta watch it together somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you to want to watch wrestling, like I know, and I don't really necessarily like wrestlers, nor you know. I think I would maybe have probably a negative connotation and a negative outlook on them. We should have talked about this a couple of minutes ago. I know, and you right. could fucking kick me in the fucking chest. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to give him to chop you. First shock me, now kick me. All right, right. need to kill Sorry, him, John. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, after talking to him and spending you know the last hour or better listening to him, dude, I like him. He's really? really, yeah, he's a genuine person. He's a hard worker. He gets it. He cares about his family. It's like, dude, you're doing everything right. And uh, n- not comparing it in any way, but listening to how he kind of like struggled to go into it, it kind of reminds me of like having to do the shit that I didn't want to do in the studio world and the things that I had to kind of go up to. And you it can relate to me, it. I could relate to it. And, and nobody gave me shit. Right. And I had to work for it too. And yeah. Not saying he had it it's nearly as hard to watch on the streets. Succeed. I, didn't, I never saw anybody get their heads shot off. I'll tell you that much. It's right, like, right. God damn, that's some OG shit. But, <laughs> dude, it's very inspiring to hear that. And I'm even more pumped now. I was pumped from last year, but I'm even more pumped to go see this now. Like, I feel like I've got something more invested into it. Like, yeah, I want him to fucking win. You know what I mean? All right. Like, things like that. Yeah, no, I'm right with you. And and the, the good thing about him is you don't get this great story. And then he gives you the product and it's shit. And you're like, right. oh, well, that was good that yeah. he's trying. He's right. worked so hard. No, he's... His product is good because he has attention. He also makes the most of the opportunities. And it's like, man, that's that's what I think is most inspiring. Sure. I liked hearing the part, too, kind of like that at def- uh, a definitive moment. Because I said he, I heard him say he had a couple different ones. But the Logan one was kind of cool. 
You know oh, what I mean? That really right. hit, that kind of hit home in a way where it's like, man. Went straight through the fucking yeah, cranium. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the first one. People were fucking, it blew up. Things like that. It's it's nice to hear that. You it's kind of like mean? with music. You do all this, like, underground shit or whatever, right? Right. And your family, no matter how good you do or how yeah, cool you think care. you are, your family care. don't care. Right. But goddamn, you get you get used for a commercial. Right. On oh, their, on their, commercial, uh, huh? Yeah. And then fucking, fucking something about Raymond, and right. next thing you know, they're all about it. You finally right. made it. Yeah. It's like this was to I me. I believed in you the whole time. It's like, no, you didn't. You never bring it on my door until right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun, man. All right, Allie, really you fun. liked it, Luke, more or less? Oh, I think he's great. I didn't know anything about him, so I didn't really have an opinion at all. It was kind of like neutral. I thought the stuff he did was cool and like the stunt stuff. I didn't know much about it. I saw him wrestle. I thought he was cool. But um, as a person, wow, yeah, he's he's genuine. Nice. All right. That was fun. It was. That was nice of, nice of him to come and do this show. Oh, like, yeah. I'm thankful for that. Oh, absolutely. Like, man, you know? Especially looking at his schedule. I'm like, damn, he's probably going to shoot a movie or go work out or something right now, right? Three. Right? There you go, baby. Him in lazy eye. <laughs> <laughs> man. All right. Good shit. Man, is that what you got to say? Oh, wait. No. Time out. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, oh, rewind. Oh, rewind. Oh, oh, Coming back. You just listened to Luco. That was yeah. LVKKO for your benefit, not mine. It's actually, um, didn't we talk about this last week? Mayday. <laughs> I thought we were doing the PPV show. guys. Did they send one in? They did. They, they did. did. All right, so we could stop making a deal over that. It was just like one little snafu. I think it was one, one little week. hiccup. Yeah, right, oh, I think okay. something's going on. And actually, it was their best work that they ever did. Oh, I, I kind of want to listen to that again. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> forward to the day they don't send yeah, one no, in so we can listen yeah, to that again. Oh, it's going to happen one day. It's just <laughs> when. It's not if it's when. But it's not today. So <laughs> here's today. PPV Guys Not Real Movie News. We are Popcorn, Piss, and Vinegar, and this is Not Real Movie News. My name's Chris. My name's Scott. See? And I'm JB4. All right, so um, I didn't assign news to you fellas, so hey, look, 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 rock, paper, scissors real quick, okay? Look, between you two. Let's do it. Come on. Okay. Tom McFarlane's working you on motherfucker. a small-budgeted small movie. possibly playing the title character. Another movie I don't necessarily think needs to come out. This one. Oh, I don't know. I'm intrigued by this one. Yeah, and uh, the reason why is McFarlane said that the only reason, the only way he would ever do a movie based on Spawn is if he was able to write and direct it. And a lot of people like kind of laughed him off. But Blumhouse came in and was like, hey, man, um, I'll give you a shot. How much money do you need? And he says, I can do this entire movie for like $15 million. Okay. So I'm now very I'm curious to see how this is going to all play out. And he said Spawn is actually going to be a character that's kind of playing in the background. He's not really the lead. Yeah, and it's, it's like going to be Jaws. It's a horror movie. Yeah, and it's done as a horror movie. And I'm really curious like to see how movies. it's going to play out. But yeah, Jamie Foxx, I mean, dude, the guy's a fucking monster talent, yeah. man. I mean, that's a serious He crushed get. it as Electro. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a motherfucker crushed it as fucking Django Unchained and, and fucking Ray he Charles. Did. So yes, he did. I'll give yes, him that. Yeah. All right, what you got, JB? Uh, well, uh, James Mangold, director of Logan, will be writing and directing a Boba Fett movie for Lucasfilm Asterisk, predicated <laughs> on how they handle the solo fallout. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's that there's a bigger maybe behind that than I think uh, they are letting on right now. But yeah. I mean, I like the idea. I know there's a lot of people that are like, we don't need that story. I'm one of them. We don't need any stories about anybody no that isn't stories. brand new. 
Only new stories. Uh, I just hope I hope they quit making Star Wars movies. So Me too. There it is. Yeah, I just hope they, they fucking stop. Was it. It, wasn't there one other item? I'm just tired. Said? I'm just tired of hearing people fucking complain. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Make them for me. Send them to my house, dude. I'll exactly. watch them. It's all good. <laughs> I won't have to worry about like people fucking mashing fucking juju bees in the theater and talking like fucking fuckholes and all that. So. Maggots. Works out good. Just mail it to my house. Yeah. Don't forget about Legion. Mail it to your house. You yeah. Mail it to my house. Yeah, dude. Mail it to my house. I'll pop. Are you it. gonna put it on your projector? Fuck no. I'm gonna put it on my Betamax, motherfucker. That's it. Traditional classic format. I'm into nostalgia. I so, agree, dude. all right. Well, look, we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to check out us, Not Real Radio, and Scary Thoughts on iTunes. Five stars and a review. God damn it. And scene. God all right, dude. Damn. I know what it is. I know what it is. I know, dude. I had a bizarre revelation. Bizarre revelation. All right. All right. He's not having sex again anymore. <laughs> Oh. Dude, he's got energy again. God. He's got fire Damn. in his heart. Huh? The wedding the Dude, honeymoon is over. over. You can it hear up. it in his oh, voice. He's pissed. It's good. It's oh, that, he's definitely you don't want to oversex yourself. You lose your energy. Like, God. he's an old man. He's only got so much. Now, now that he's not getting sex no more, dude, he's, he's really letting him fly. He's got man, that anger back. saddle up one of those motherfuckers and jump on, man. That's right. All right. Well, good. All right. Sounds enough. like they got their energy back, man. That was a good... Uh, oh, dude, that's, that's the best That's the best PPP heard. guy since right. the last one that oh. you made. <laughs> I like that. All right. Mayday, what you got to say? Oh, God damn, dude. I am fucking obsessed I'm late to the party. I am not lying. All right. But I love fucking uh, Shazam. That thing is fucking incredible. You can't <laughs> you can't tell me how great it is to fucking be able to go, who sings that song? I know that song. I've been listening to that song for the last 20 years, whatever. And I've never taken the time to, to look it up or find it for whatever reason. Great piece of technology. When it works, you can hit it and it'll tell you instantly. Again, I don't understand people. I'm late to the fucking party, but better late than never. And goddamn, I'm enjoying the shit out of this. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, on. I really am. I think my problem is I'm not around music. I'm not in control of enough to worry or use it. Yeah, but to me, it's kind of it's it's a little more like all right. I can't control this music. I'm gonna start seeing why they're like what the patterns are to some degree of why they're playing these certain songs in a way. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a little, like, right. side kind of, uh, why are they playing these set of songs in the fucking bar? You know what I mean? Oh, like, boy, you're going deep. Right. A little bit deeper yeah, into yeah, it. So fun. it's kind of interesting to see because there are a couple that I didn't know. That Joan Jett song, I didn't know that's that's who sang it. I thought it was somebody else, which is kind of funny. <laughs> you thought it was fucking Poison or something. Yeah, but it did sound like Fred Michaels, dude. It really did. I thought I it was fucking you. Poison forever. It should all sound the same it's to me. I thought it was Def Leppard. <laughs> 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 that shit was funny though, but I I'm truly enjoying it. It's a nice little fucking matchup with me. Well, that's good. We'll see man. what happens with this. I'll get bored of it eventually, but for yeah, now, right. for you now, know. all right. That's funny. <laughs> Alley investigation. What you got? You want to tell us about adults and diapers? All right. Welcome <laughs> to Alley Investigations with your host. I just soiled my diaper. <laughs> A lollipop. Okay, so the this week's investigation is what is <laughs> what is the ABDL? Oh my god! A growing community oh of adults that wear diapers. Oh my god! I can't believe you're Thanks, tuning in. Tune in next week. 
when Kate goes here to talk about E3. E3. Try video games. If you're not going to end up successful like Luke Hawks and you like to play video games, we're going to talk about them. And on that note, it's time for Out with for Friday, June 15th, a night of insanity, House of Goats, cerebral drama, it's time to wake up, y'all better wake, wake up. up, and get a demon, <laughs> this Friday at Babylon Sports Bar, 2917 Harvard Avenue, Metairie, Louisiana, 7006. Next week, 77 degrees to 90 degrees, chance of thunderstorm. That's all right. That's all right. Bring an umbrella. We about to be in this bitch. Zone start of the week. I feel strongly about not feeling strongly about things that I do not need to feel strongly about. Oh, what the fuck? One thing I do feel strongly about, zombies eating sheep, is going on a road trip, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm going to meet the skull crusher, and I'm going to pay him to, to do something to me. Holy, what? Why are you always trying to flip I, arm I'm going to come clean with you right now. Aw, right? you bastard. So this goes back to the Kiss show of the Kiss tribute band that played at They're the They're called slime, Love Gun. And I gave that dude $5 <laughs> for him to torment you all night with his, his chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> So while I'm getting out the way, also, oh. I, uh, I fucking bought the pig a hot dog for him to oh. in the God, I'm excited. Hot dog, that's it? That's all. You want a hot dog? Not even God, foot long. Man. Just one of the little pink ones that you, you boil up there and put some, some hot dog sauce on it. A little bit of mustard. Did he really say hot dog sauce? You gave yeah, the fuck is hot dog sauce? It's not real chili. <laughs> it's just this mush. Hot dog sauce? Oh, yeah. It's, it's horrible. Oh, is that that weird shit you put on your hot dog It doesn't even night? make it to 99 cents. It's like 69 <laughs> oh, cents for yeah. a can of this stuff. Oh. Something that Bigo and Kago would eat. That way they could <laughs> save money and buy more drugs. <laughs> the whole thing for like six more cents. But <laughs> I, you know, I did give him that. And I, I gave, uh, gave Brawler. Fifteen dollars to to grab your penis oh, last week. I just serious? wanted to get out the way. And, and this week I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt skull oh, crushing. I don't know. I don't know skull crushers' rates, but you're gonna meet him. The, the tavern is the home of this motherfucker. You go in the back and knock on the door, bring out the skull crusher. The like, skull crusher. Dude, I'm gonna tell him all the things I've paid the other people to do to you, and tell them to be creative. Be creative. <laughs> I can't wait to meet this skull crusher. Oh my god! Dude, I'm, I'm we, gonna ask everybody: Are you the skull crusher? Or meet geez, this motherfucker. Dude, he lives there. It's his home. It's his <laughs> home. It's gonna be fucking goth night too. If we have any fans, yeah. that he never goes out in the sun. He never leaves the tavern. Oh my god! He just He's sits like in the there. Thing. Yeah. It's like the crypt keeper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I want to say, if we have any people listening that are in in Mississippi, like just in case. Y'all should come to that. We're playing Saturday, the tavern. So pretty sure they're gonna drug us and then sacrifice us. <laughs> oh my god! Too. It's You're goth night. Me, huh? We might get sacrificed. It's it's goth night. Yeah. What is goth night? Are they gonna do anything weird? 
Um, I just think that it's gonna be gothic people. I think I'm gonna. That's it. They're just gonna do. They're gonna wear black and they're gonna do what they do. There might be like some occult stuff. I don't know. I think it seems like it might be. It's gonna be creepy as hell. Uh, no, we'll show. It won't be we'll creepy. have a good story next week for the show. Either way, right? Maybe if yeah, we do the show. If we, yeah, if we get killed, our ghosts can come back and do it, dude. I think we're capable. Getting creepy. Yeah, we're oh, no, creepy. I can't wait to meet the Skull Crusher. <laughs> no, the on. Skull Crusher. Me either. I'm so that band that we played two weeks in a row now, we played a little bit more this week, we played yeah. one of the songs, Luko, L-V-K-K-O, for your benefit, not mine. It's also got a cross thing going on there. Yeah, it does. That chick's pretty cool, man. Looking She's at her, awesome. You know, the pictures online and the songs, I'm like, this is going to be kind of neat. she draws all her own artwork. Yeah, she sent it's us a picture. Really cool shit. Yeah. Mayday's getting his ass eaten out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is that? Why'd you do that to Mayday? Like, God, dude. I'm always place. the first one. Why? I get, you know why? Because I probably like got it. the tender meat. Everybody's Aww, like, go for the fucking tender big one. Me, Mayday. <laughs> I, get be, I get to be in a mask. Allie looks cool like yeah, a, a zombie yeah. chick. Davy, yeah, Davey's cool. in it. I know. And he ain't even going to be there at the show. <laughs> Steve is in a wolf outfit. <laughs> And there's Mayday on the table getting his ass eaten out. I'm like, what the uh, I like how the buffet, you know what yeah. I mean? Like everybody's taking it off. She didn't even stick a feather in your head. No. Uh, <laughs> stuck a fork in my big ass. ass. <laughs> Maybe you ought to wear your helmet to this show to oh, protect you. Oh, uh, no, I know somewhere we're going to yeah. wear the helmet to. Oh. It's a surprise. What? Surprise. 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 I don't like surprises. Okay, I, don't, I don't do surprises. I don't think he knew. But we'll be at uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi this Saturday. Yeah, we got a full weekend. Yeah, we're going to fucking go House of Goats and uh, Cerebral Dramas and fucking Ghetto Demons. And then the next night, we're going to be doing the goth night. Whoa. <laughs> well, That's going to be creepy, boy. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. If you're listening to this show, that probably means you listen to podcasts, you listen to shows. So I got another one for you. This doesn't happen very often. I go looking for some new shows to listen to when I got time. So I had to drive around a little bit. I'm like, let me get some new show. I find this thing called The Butterfly Effect by John Ronson. And this guy just goes and investigates internet porn and the effects it's had on on people's lives. It's a seven-part series. It deals very little with the actual, like, it's not really about sex. Like, it's about the porn business, but it's not about sex. It's about everything else that happened because it surrounds it. Yeah. it. Dude, some of the shit, it was so interesting because it kind of goes from technology to business to the entertainment industry back around. So it's like all very relevant things in the backdrop of the porn industry and, and the internet porn. They talk about this guy, this guy Fabian, and he's like a tech geek who ends up owning pretty much porn like he he's, he started the porn hub i think it was what and he started that and then because of all the free videos that people were uploading almost like a, a napster or like uh -huh. youtube really yeah. he said if they asked him what inspired you to do this he said like youtube Oh, nice. But, but for, for porn. porn. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody's uploading these videos and he like bankrupts all the major places you know yeah. uh porn company like playboy is one of them like he ends up buying playboy tv really like he just everybody was going out of business and struggling not going out of business just struggling because of his free service to where you get everything for free and then he buys them all up Damn. and like so he almost like he not almost he owned 
if not owns, I think he got in some tax trouble. He had to sell some shit. And, but he, at one point, he owned, like, pornography. And, like, everybody, he affected everything. And, then, dude, the documentary also goes as far as kind of start uh, teen pregnancy rates are down for the first time. Really? And right around the same time that, like, <laughs> This is this is happening. Surgeons of porn, yeah. yeah Dude, and, like, hey, it's easier to beat off. Fuck all that. I, I yeah. don't remember the numbers, but a very small percentage of males suffered from erectile dis- dysfunction, and that um, that number like multi, tripled. Multi million for younger people, with at the same time, porn that internet around. porn is is growing. Porn hub. And they're like, <laughs> you think maybe that's the reason why the birth rates are down? Because it's almost like desensitizing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. Huh. It's like, man, and then just, I mean, I, I could sit here and tell you all the stories, but I just think it was pretty interesting, and it went all over the place. They're quick little episodes and just packed full of a lot of information. They did an amazing job making this. This is like pro-level shit, and it's like a year-long investigation condensed down to these uh, seven short episodes. Huh. Nice. Really good job, that though. That sounds cool. Yeah, I listen to it. I'm like, man, this is actually fucking entertaining. Next up, Voodoo lineup. Don't know if that's going to be entertaining or not. I do see a couple of things. I'm like, all right, that's pretty imp- impressive. A uh, Childish Gambino is going to be there. Yeah. A Perfect Circle. I'm like, all right. Perfect Circle is awesome. Hippie Sabotage. That's that yeah. fucking yeah, badass awesome. shit yeah. that they play, Buku. I'm like, man, I'd really like to see Arctic that. Arctic Monkeys are awesome. Didn't Scotty do some of their songs? Uh-huh. And they're like, man, what, did, what was that? I don't yeah. have that app, Mayday Scott. So. Shazam? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just ask a person and they usually tell Would me. Would it work on Scotty whenever he sings a song? Yeah, maybe if he's no, done it doing it well enough. If his, if his cables right. ain't all, all twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson who's a wreck now, so that's really? kinda that's yeah, a freak show. Like Marilyn Manson's Man. always been a freak show, but now it's like the freak show you feel sorry for. Yeah. You In know what I'm saying? Like the bearded way. lady. Like, way, like the bearded no. lady. Like when you go to a freak show, right, and yeah. you watch somebody who can do an amazing talent, you're like, wow, that's fucking right. amazing. Right. You're a freak because you... And then now Marilyn Manson's the one that's just got like a deformity or a gross hair all over his body or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah he's just old and like let himself go kind of thing. Mumford and Son, I, that sounds like an old uh, band from the, like the 60s yeah. or something. I don't, I don't like Is that you. what they're going for? Like they a retro like kind of thing? Kind oh, of people pretty love songs, them. And then yeah. it just got old. It's fiddles and it's just... It just gets old. Yeah, Modest Mouse. I tried to like I that because like I thought Mouse. it would make me cool, but I didn't like it. I like two or three songs. Third Eye Blind for some reason. Are you serious? You know what sucks? I used to love Third Eye Blind when I was a kid. They're terrible now. If you look uh, at any video of them recent, no, they're ter- no, they're physically terrible. Yeah, they now. should be like the second band of the like Southport show. Like they can't sing anymore. <laughs> it's sad, but no, the dude's an asshole. Like he's just got a really cocky attitude. It's only like two original members, and it's just a bunch of. Oh, it's one of those. It's terrible. Yeah, Zed's it's not dead. the band that it's it was. pretty cool. Dollar, dollar sign. Ty, dollar oh, sign. I, I would love yeah, to see fuck it. You fuck with dollar, dude. I could, gu- I could guarantee you that dude puts on a horrible performance. Oh, sure. But I would, be out there I would like so watch that shit. Oh, yeah. oh, I would totally see him. Fucking Ty Dollar Sign. They also have um, Space Jesus, which is fucking awesome. I did hear one of them on YouTube. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, kind of cool, man. That's always a good event. I don't know. I like it out there. It's so much fucking better than, oh, than Jazz Fest. Still don't so go, you can man. get away from all the you can get away from all the shit. Yep. Find you a nice little spot. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could do. I like still. that area. I used to go to school right in there, so it was kind of one of those. It's kind of being back at home. It's like, all right, 
with yeah. the ponds and shit. Seems like you know what I love about that? My favorite part is when it gets a little cold and they put those big orbs that light up. Remember the last time we went? That was almost the noise we've been hearing. Dude, that's yeah. what it is. Uh, They've been talking to us. I, I listened back to the show where we gained up the microphone. Yeah. And dude, we hit it right by the refrigerator. I swear, I think I heard it. Oh, dude. I think I heard it. Dude, but I then was... I think I've been hearing it for so long. That maybe oh, I'm just... No. It's just in there. Man. You want me to tell you something really creepy? So I've been watching a couple X-Files, and I saw one yeah. that actually had that where they've been having subliminal messages for like for a while. Oh, boy. But then they use basically a trigger. Like, remember back in the days when Russia, they would trigger their fucking person with like a certain key phrase or right. something like that? Yeah, yeah. They were doing it with spraying the crops. What? Dude, I kind of, yeah, like when so they you started ingested spraying. it? Yeah, and you then that triggered the, tr- the fucking the brainwashing. Triggered. triggered. Then, what, then what happened? Oh, they started killing everybody. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, holy Jesus, fuck. that's a little much. Dude, right. I'm sorry, but Jesus All Christ. Right, I, I mean, something I'm, good. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Some shit's going down, man. Shazam <laughs> can only do so much. <laughs> what is that song playing in my head? Please, Shazam. Oh, God. Oh, man. Well, good shit, man. That was a fun show. Yeah, yeah good time. It sounds like Allie still does not want to go to the lot. They, uh, you want to go to that? Uh, it depends. If I could see three of the ones I want to see. Who would you see quickly? If, they, if they all played yeah, one same night, day. Saturday night. Saturday, we'll call we it. Can't, we, we can't because I got to go to my boss's party. So isn't ah. it the weekend of Halloween? I would say Childish Gambino. Right. Y'all can go. A Perfect Circle. Yeah. And Ty Dollison. Ty Dollison. Oh, oh, who is a hippie? Uh, hippie? Neo. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hippie what sabotage. is it? I want to see hippie Space sabotage. Jesus. I'd be yeah, down so, for either of those two. So if all of them were like in one day. Yeah, like, yeah, it'd be kind of. I remember we went a while ago. The last time we went, three of those. Yeah, and we saw. I think it was Skrillex, Jack White, and somebody else before there. Remember that was a cool day, and we hung, we mobbed up with everybody in them. That was cool, man. That was, yeah. And then, dude, me and you went. Yep. The year that Diane Ward first played, and we walked back to a stage like that. Holy, just to get away from. We're like, man, they rapping, and we, we let's go check it out. Yeah. And we walked back there and got to see them before we knew right, anything even about up. them. Right. And that was kind of a really cool thing of yeah. seeing somebody we didn't know, didn't yeah, even expect. Agreed. We went over there kind of to get away from shit. And then we were like, oh, man, they rapping. Yeah. Like, everybody else was like, I don't see no fucking guitar. Yeah, where is Where's it? the guitar? They don't have a guitar? I'm not going to see it. What about horns? They got horns? No horns? No guitar? horns over there. Just DJs? I don't think they have a whole lot of horns in voodoo, which I think it's kind of a plus. I don't think they have a whole lot of rednecks Somebody called you a DJ. What's that? Somebody called you a DJ. Who was that during the week? Didn't somebody say we had DJs on no, the stage? No, some guy was? fucking commented on something that I had and said, you have a very nice voice, but all I could see in your video was a DJ. I'm yeah. Like, what the uh, fuck does that mean? Uh, maybe but he was talking about me. It. That would be cool. No, oh, nice. I, I think I'm a what DJ. He was saying was that there was you're no, a DJ, right? Th- there right. was no musicians, yeah. is what he was trying to say, because he doesn't think oh, that not real electric music is made by musicians. It's an observant, <laughs> 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 an observant <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, I don't even know what I told him. I was just like, why even make a backhanded compliment like that? Piss off. Hey, it's piss off. Piss off. I said, first of all, it's not a DJ, but that's okay. I'm a VJ. Right. 
not he's a PJ. Not talking about right. you. He's I'm talking about me and Dave. How do you know that? He might even talk about me. You weren't even in the video, man. Nobody what? sees you. Who was in it? Me? Well, there was all y'all were in it. Well, there you go. You were in it. How many fucking DJs well, does it take? Why are you going to be talking about you? You're not the DJ. That's what he's talking. He don't know that. He knows. You're dumb. You're just trying to take anything away. Anything that give me a little self-fucking pride. Self-pride? Just mute me. Why don't you just Photoshop me out the pictures? I get muted. I was just... (laughs) (laughs) Not you, Mayday. I'm just saying, I like, love it you, sucks. Hey, they pay. Hey, you, you think I pay people to torture you no, because no, no, I don't love you? No, no, no. They paid me. Ali slipped me five bucks to mute you. <laughs> I just feel like me going to a band You're and saying, "Oh, but, but they had backing tracks, or this band didn't have a bass player, yeah. but it could have been better." Like, fuck off! Like, you don't even. We have do really. have a bass player. What is yeah. yeah, but they don't about? understand. Playing that. the fucking touchpad. Yeah. Whatever fuck. that thing He's is. He's playing bass on the fucking. Yeah, DJing. They just don't get it. It's not their fault. I just felt like kind of insulted by like. Oh, why? You had a good voice, but I noticed that you just had DJs behind you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Tell them it's them like dances. Like, I feel like y'all, y'all fucking create. I, I explained to him all the things y'all do, and I was like, they dude, these are that. fucking what, musicians. What did he want? He needed a drum set and a guitar player? We yeah, had like a guitar don't, player. I don't like guitars. It's yeah. that they can't conceptualize what's really going on up there. I was like, not only do they have stuff recorded, but they play that they recorded, but then they're playing live on top of that, and then they're playing different instruments Why on top of that. Why do you feel the need to explain And then anything. Mayday is fucking mixing and doing shit. because. He ain't doing None of you, you know what? You know what I think I is see him back there. I have something important to say. Fucking riding a volume button up and down. I have something important to say. Seriously, seriously, give me this one fucking thing for the whole night, dude. Okay. It's really important. Go. Education is the answer to ignorance. <laughs> I'm serious. So if somebody says something fucking ignorant, I'm just gonna give them the information. Here, this Allie is the Brown. answer. Actually, you're wrong. This People is what don't the, wanna uh, know. Because then the they learn answer. and then they're not gonna say something fucking stupid like that again. There's some damn people yeah, up there will. with a DJ yeah, and just a good old boy. America <laughs> fucking no beautiful, man. Maybe, maybe you just created a, a fucking electronic music warrior to where now he takes and copies and pastes that to everybody else. <laughs> I'm gonna go tell them what I know now. You know Copy, what I'm talking about, paste. Though? Like, I think that you know people need to know the truth, and I think education is very important. So, see, oh, that's what we're doing. I say it's fucking entertaining we shit to me. I like dumb people now. Dumb and fucking better. At one point, I didn't like the maggots. I was fucking kind of wish they go chew their food somewhere else. But right now, I'm kind of like these dumb motherfuckers are very entertaining to me. Really? Like they bring me joy and they make me feel better about myself. So now, when somebody says something dumb like that, I love it. Like, fucking say dumber shit. Be more uneducated and make fucking unjustified opinions. Like, people get passionate about things that they have no fucking clue about. Like, that's the most amazing human trait and what I love about these fucking brainless maggots. (laughs) That's what I, my favorite thing that you have very limited knowledge on something. You, You saw a meme. Yeah, well, you're, you're fucked up really and watch this fake ass news shit yeah. that's on yeah, television yeah. that's supposed to entertain you. God. And like they feel so passionate about something. They don't know fucking dick. Whoa. They don't know nothing, man. They're about as fucking intelligent as that goddamn popcorn they fucking munching on. <laughs> 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 fucking munching motherfucking maggots. Like, goddamn. They munch on a little fucking meme and then they regurgitate it out. And they're so passionate about it. Fucking mean so much. And this week we learned we gotta do something about fucking depression because this thing that people are just oh. born with. All right, dude. Uh, just, I think that's enough. They just born with this debilitating well, disease show. of, of depression. Not real radio. And the next Sunday thing you know, they off themselves. And, Come on, man. and we gotta Why? fucking 
Everybody's gonna be on there talking about depression. Like, how, how about we talk Maybe about fucking drug abuse? Because how can we? How about we talk about drug abuse as a reason for depression? Yeah, like how about alcohol and drug abuse gets talked about and gets labeled as the reason? Because I'm, it's it's like when these school shootings and we talk about guns, but we don't talk about fucking all the medication they got these fucking kids on. Like that's it to me. Cut the problem off. If you really want to do something and something bad happens, you want to make a fucking savior or somebody, then put the goddamn fucking truth out and stop making it like some Probably fucking. Because they're gonna fucking lose money if I had to guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. We don't. You know, we don't want to fix nothing. We just want another fucking sad story to fucking <laughs> well, gloat about on Facebook like and, and be so fucking upset. Like, give me a fucking break. Nobody was fucking upset when they're shoveling free shots down the dude's fucking throat <laughs> trying to get an autograph. You know, I love you. Cook real good. You got fucking great insight here. Yeah, I buy you. Six more shots here. Yeah, go oh, fucking man. drink yourself oh, to death, Jesus, you fucking heroin addict. Oh, stop it. Like, let's not be real about shit. Let's fucking pretend like this is a big world where you're just born with this fucking thing. And anything you do Some is just a, a, a direct reflection of this cards that you were dealt. We learned tonight from Luke Hawks that if you dealt some bad cards and the life and the fucking path is laid out for you and you can see it's not a fucking good place to go and you just continue to walk it because that's your excuse, then you end up where you end up. But you can take a turn and become aware and achieve and overcome and take those negative things that you are fucking born with and use them to your advantage and end up somewhere else than you're supposed to be. That is America. That is life. That is creating yourself. That is taking advantage through hard work and dedication of the life that you have and making the most of it. We learned that tonight. So you yeah, can end up right. fucking hanging from a rope somewhere because of fucking you can't cope or where you just like to be fucked up. Like, let's be honest. Like, a lot of times people just like to be fucked up. Like, it ain't no fucking underlying thing. You like drugs and alcohol. You like being fucked up. But look at, look where it can lead you. And that, to me, is the honest fucking truth about it. Oh, like, yeah. That's where it can lead. And if it does, then... Maybe you shouldn't be glorified and saying how great you are and everybody enjoyed your entertainment and making you like this sad story from when the truth was, man, you fucking abuse drugs and alcohol. You only got one body. You only got one mind. Once you fuck it up, you end up hanging from a rope. And this is the end of this rope, and this is the end of Not Real Radio. Next week, K-Goat will join us to talk about video games. Woo! I'm not excited about the video game part, but I'm excited about the K-Goat part. Right, yeah, if anybody can make that entertaining for you. He can. I'm going to make you watch E3 all week. That it's way you, you'll you be prepared. <laughs> Made a good show, man. Good job, trailer. bro. Thank I think you, Luke liked your clips. He rolled right through them. Oh, yeah. No, and I got him. I think he looks like a guy that's, he doesn't laugh very often. Like so for me to make him laugh a few times, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at cheese's expense. Yeah, yeah, Extra right. better. Dude, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was cool to have cheese here with us. I that. know. Right. That would have been fun to have Cheese, cheese we couldn't have had that serious. Oh, God, could long. you imagine that? He'd be bouncing all like over the place. Like to do it again with Cheese and have Cheese, like... Because oh, you yeah. know him. Like, he's worse than me with not meaning to hurt somebody's feelings, but he says oh, something. Oh, God, right? And it would get... Yeah. I want to see that... I want to see Luke. I whoop ass. Can I hear that one more time? Yeah, sure. That was so fucking awesome. I beat ass. That's what I do. I whoop ass. <laughs> Yeah, that, bring ass. that Luke out, right? Oh, cheese yeah, can get yeah, him. Yeah. Cheese get him. Give Cheese fifteen minutes. Oh God, Luke right? That long? Be, he'll be turned into that Luke. <laughs> Want to hear what it would sound like? It would sound something like. Oh. One more. Oh. That chicken's high. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what I do. That's what I do. Thanks for tuning in Not Real Radio. Check out notrealradio.com. You can listen to this on YouTube if, if you like that. Please subscribe. We broke 100. Thank yeah. you so much to the genius who made the YouTube subscribe swap, swap. page yeah. on Facebook. Thank you very much. That was incredible. Really did it. Go on there. Post your video. Yeah, if you post your uh, channel on there, anybody and everybody in that group is supposed no. to. Um, yeah, it's supposed to. Subscribe to yours and then you subscribe back. And you have to because you got Brawler in there and he's the fucking subscribe police and he will know who's not subscribed. That's right. Brawler is keeping track of that. And if you don't want to star in your very own horror movie, horror movie. go subscribe to everybody's video. That's right. I don't know what we're going to do with it now. Now I want to get stickers made or something <laughs> put this new url and wow we're gonna reach a new plateau <laughs> dude thanks again to luke hawks man for coming on yeah. don't forget to go check out wildcatwrestling.com get your tickets we're gonna be out there at shamrock yeah it's gonna be a good time very fun thanks uh, to luke for for coming on yeah all right till next week keep it not real